0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome into Candy Company. You and me on the radio until noontime today. Yeah, yeah. I know, lady. I can. I can hear it too. Thank you. <coughs> well, I say good morning. Good morning to all police and fire personnel, civil servants, healthcare employees, and good old number forty-one. All righty, all righty. Got lots going on today, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna get through this, regardless. You know, if my voice had sounded like this when I started out, I'd be Morton Downey today all right but of course we cannot possibly start until we hear from the honorable Peter J. Wiggins good morning Mr. Wiggins oh, ho, ho, oh my heavens he's in the ho- he's in the Christmas mood what's happening away
1: to
2: Christmas and I'm excited for
0: Christmas. Well, I don't blame you my heavens now what did you ask for for Christmas this year
3: asking
2: for peace and love in the world
0: oh yeah okay well that'd be terrific we're gonna love that one all right what else? what do you got to tell me today?
3: And, and I, and during the storm, I never lost power at my plate.
0: Oh, terrific. We were just talking about that. Are you the one that gave the extension cord to La Salette so they could get the lights on?
3: Ah, yes!
0: <laughs> okay. okay, buddy. All right, well, listen, I thank you very much for your call this morning. And
2: Thank you very much, Dave. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas oh. to you.
0: And don't forget, uh, good yontiff. Also, and uh, Shabbat Shalom. See you later, buddy. Shalom, Dave, see you, Dave. See you. Right, Bye-bye. There goes, Peter J. Wiggins. Uh, now, see, that's the kind of stuff you're going to hear today because um, I'm going to try to talk as little as possible. With us this morning is the very honorable de mayor, uh, Kathleen DeSimone. Good morning. Scott.
4: Good morning, Dave. How are Good morning, you? Bill. And
0: Bill Gewehr is here, dropped in already. We've got people... Coming in, in and out, we hope, all morning, just kind of doing a Christmas thing. I didn't want to call in sick today because I wanted to get this out. Um, I'm not sure I'll be here next week, We'll see. Um, but in any event, thank you for coming in.
4: Oh, it's my pleasure. I enjoy our conversations, and I'm happy to be here with Bill, who yeah. I respect. I think he does a great job. And. Always uh, oh, interesting to listen to Bill's song.
0: Now, I want to know why you're, you're on the front page of the I know, Sun I Chronicle <laughs> under an assumed name.
4: I did a double take myself, not going to lie. Isn't that something? Yeah. But, but you know what? I, I believe there's a whole lot of folks who look just like, what do you want to call them, doppelgangers? Everybody yeah, has yeah, several. They're called do- doppelgangers. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody exactly. has several, I'm sure, on the One world. One
0: time I got off stage after doing my Misgiving show. show, yeah. and somebody said to me, do you know you look like Howard Hessman? You know the guy from WKRP? Yes, and said, yeah. Bill's laughing. Bill, yeah. No, that's true, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And 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 I said, oh, yeah, but he's dead, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, I know you're still I said, Well, not yeah. anymore, I don't think. But well, anyway. I'd rather
4: have a doppelganger who's doing good work <coughs> than someone who's on the front page for some kind of serious crime. So, you know. That's for sure.
0: And these local (laughs) residents, of course, prove that it's better to give than to receive. And there's a whole bunch of them. I'm going to talk about a little later. Uh, But if you get your Sun Chronicle, you'll see a list of just some of them. Dan and Linda McKearney around there. Yes, I saw them. Well, they should be. Yep. Great. So tell me what's happened. Uh, You haven't had any problems this weekend? No,
4: no, not at all. It's been a beautiful, lovely week. No, um, it was a crazy week. Uh, One of the longest weeks I've had in the nine or ten months I've been in office. It was I don't, it was weird, but, yeah, the storm hit us um, hard um, and even more so than expected. But, you know, the other day, so, oh, I guess let me back up. So over the course of the storm, I'm learning a lot. This was kind of my first substantial storm besides this September 11th flooding. Um, first of all, uh, we're lucky the city national grid has a direct contact with uh, the mayor and the chiefs of the police and fire department. So we were engaged in ongoing communication And on our end, they were responsive because if we give them priorities, they go to those priorities. I'm grateful for that. What they don't do is share enough information with the residents because I kept getting calls, what's going on. Um, So every time I would talk to National Grid, I had to relay the information that they gave me to the residents because they just, National Grid, they send out, Bill, you know, they Power will be restored, you know, Thursday at 10 a.m. or some, with no additional information, no context. And I get it that they don't want to say too much, but I, for what it's worth, I emailed our National Grid resident um, representative on Friday when it was all over, and I said, "Hey, good job, happy to work with you." But your multi-billion-dollar international company might want to consider giving people more information, because I think people understood the um, the extent of the storm. But what frustrated with them was just they were literally and figuratively being kept in the dark. Not enough information. So again and again, and Bill, you know this, right? Give mm-hmm. people information if nothing else. Tell them what they need to know and then let them make their own, you know, mm-hmm. opinion. So that's Even my short Even if they don't version. like what,
0: what it is you say.
4: Agreed. Of course they weren't happy. But at
0: least they'll get a chance to know yes, what the situation is. When I is. called
4: them, and it also helped that I was out of power till Wednesday morning. Um, mm. I have to tell you guys, though, I slept like a baby. <laughs> Something about <laughs> the darkness and a little bit of chill. I slept great. You were so, just a, <laughs> I threw out hundreds, of, hundreds of dollars of food, but I slept great. So,
0: good morning. Uh, hello there. You're on the radio. Hello.
4: Hello. hello. What
0: yes. Yes. Now, honey, <laughs> you call the. What can I do for you?
3: Where's
2: my
0: Ambrose? Ambrose is off the air, M. M-M. It's after nine o'clock.
2: Oh. Okay. Tell him what a cute little
0: doggie he's got. Well, I'll, I'll tell him next time I see him, okay? <laughs>
2: and who are you, Dave
0: Kane? Yeah, and not that, fri- that one frightening? one and only. That's awful, isn't it?
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. This is Margaret. Hi, Margaret. Yeah, I know
0: Margaret. I know it's you, sweetheart. I'm beginning oh. to count on you every Saturday morning. Yeah.
2: I
5: love listening to
0: you. Well, Aww. good. We'll get right to Aww. it. I'm going to go go talk to the mayor now. Thank you.
4: Okay. All right,
0: bye-bye. There goes Margaret, who is my – she used to be my biggest fan.
4: So um, the storm was crazy. Um, It was a lot. All in all, I think it went about as well as expected. I learned something. The other day I was Googling something um, because one of the issues, and Bill knows this, there was a lot of poles that fell down. Trees fell on lines, pulled down poles. And a couple
0: of Czechoslovakians tripped. Oh, thank
4: you. He's already off. Um, Anyway, and so installing a pole takes a little bit more time, right? So. yeah. and they, apparently they had to run around and get polls. That was a whole other issue. But when I was doing some Googling, I, if you zoom in on Attleboro and you pull back a little bit and see more of the greater Providence area, you realize that although we are a city, we're in the woods. I mean, we are surrounded by trees, yep. um, which is awesome. It's beautiful. It's one thing that makes Attleboro such a great city because of the amount of greenery and green space. But when you live in the trees... Trees fall, branches fall down, so you have to put a little bit of context in there. It's not just a city. We're not just, you know, streets and buildings, so... We're blessed to live here, and what happens in a storm like this is that trees fall down, and the and the consequences thereof. Yeah, yeah it's Joanne not is fun, all,
0: Joanne's always um, mm-hmm. talking about. Well, not always, but she's. We've had this conversation several times. She doesn't know why they at, in this day yeah. and age they just don't put all wires under the ground.
4: Well, they do now. A new development. when that started.
0: yeah, and it's really uh, because it would save a lot of aggravation well. and a lot of money for uh, National Grid and others.
4: Well, look okay. at. National, It would save them money, Dave, but I want to emphasize again, they are a multi billion dollar international corporation. They don't spend one iota of time thinking about whether or not to bury Attleboro's power lines. They're not thinking about it. I really, they do what they have to, but they will not do more than that. And it's not in their financial interest to do that. No, it's a terrible budget.
0: expense. But yeah. going into an area originally and doing something is.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: no. well, although I will tell you, I, I had no power for four days, you know, in this particular time. And most of my wires coming from about three-quarters of the way from the street are underground. Huh. <coughs> my problem was the pole out on the street, yeah. the wires fell down. Ah, and then the pole okay. that was on my property where the wires then go into the ground, fell down. Yeah, And yeah. so yeah. even having wires underground is not always the, uh, the, you know, the fun. But yeah. I, th- I think, you know, it, it it's fun. And, and Madam Mayor, I'm sure that uh, going through your first storm, I'm sure that the, it's... It, it's like people suddenly discover their local municipal government, and yes, there's folks, no power. Yes, it, 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 yes, it's yes, people yep. who didn't know where to call before suddenly could find out where to call when all of a sudden there's no power. And yep. and again, who takes the blame for most of these things? You know, when these things happen, are not the blame. Well, I should no, the no, initial you know, like, contact is local me, government. I had so. to talk
4: some people down, but I'm happy they called it. Give me the opportunity to let people know what was going on and although I'm trying to stay off social media, I wish some of the folks that were griping on Facebook had taken five minutes to call my office because I could have, at least, they wouldn't have liked the information, but they would have had accurate information. So when someone calls, I jump at taking residents' calls because I consider it an opportunity to let people know, this is what's going on, I'm here, I'm responsive. So although I get a lot of calls and they weren't always pleasant, I take every one I do. Does, does, uh,
0: does the, the, the city have a, have a Facebook page?
4: yes. Yes, and I put, we were, we did, I think we did a pretty good job of communicating. I was trying to post at least two times a day with road closures yeah. and power outages, updates, again, because we all know this. Give people information. They, it may not be the information they want, yeah. but you'll never be lesser for it, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, so. yeah,
0: cool. Anyway. So that was a big...
4: So here we are. Now the sun's out and Christmas is here. So, yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the inauguration's coming up. You are both cordially invited, January 2nd, <laughs> Tuesday. As is the tradition, it's required by our charter uh, to be on the first. They're, going to, the first uh, they're going
0: to they're going to swear in yep. the uh, the honorable city council and and also two other guys and um
4: <laughs> and women first of all women. me, the council the school committee and the elected the uh, clerk treasurer and um, uh, uh, collector yeah clerk treasurer collector mm-hmm. yes right. okay so, good yeah yeah and it's going to be really exciting <laughs> when you know the yeah I think it's exciting of course, but um. We have we put together kind of a little bit of a different program this year, and Congressman Auchincloss, I just found out on Thursday, will be stopping in. I guess he's going to a couple of inaugurations, and he's going to pit stop in at Attleboro. So I'm happy to have him, and we've got all sorts of kids involved, and it should be exciting, dare mm-hmm. I say? Yeah. At least somewhat, <laughs> maybe interesting, entertaining. that's yeah, what we should simple.
0: be. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and it's Christmas, and so I'm going to be.
4: And nice. this cake. We have, after oh, the inauguration, cake. we have a reception, yes, oh, okay. with cake and right, refreshment, right. so right, please
0: right. join us. No kind of cake, because Bill won't come if it's, it's probably, not chocolate
4: cake. Yeah, it's, I'm going to bet it's just a vanilla sheet cake oh, okay. or, or cupcakes even. Very so, right,
0: good. Yeah. And so we're getting into Christmas. Your first yeah. Christmas is Demea? Yep. Really cool.
4: It is cool, uh, although I don't know how those two things exactly relate. Christmas is mayor, but well,
0: well, it relates to you because your entire life has been changed uh, by your existence, and so everything gets affected. Yes, Um, what you can do in your own life and the time you have for your own shopping is an example, and other things. So it does relate. They yeah, mean, yeah.
4: I, it, it. Yeah, and I have to say I've been somewhat absent. I'm lucky that my family's, you know, carrying the load because I am consumed um, with this with work. I often work, and this is not a complaint. I do it to myself, but I'm generally there yeah. for 12 hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am determined to get stuff done to make a difference, and I will not fail. Whatever happens, I cannot control. But I am just I, I am working very hard mm. to mm. do the best that I can. Mm. You know. So. It,
2: F- from an outsider's point of view, because I don't live in Attleboro, even though my house is only three houses from the mm-hmm. line, but uh, it, it being mayor in a city like Attleboro yeah. to me is like being the umpire in a baseball game. Uh, if nobody is really talking about you, you know, or nobody is really you know complaining. complaining, you're doing a good job, <laughs> and that's what has struck me most about your what is it ten months now Thanks. in office, um, mayor yeah. is that. It's not that people don't know who you are or don't mention you or don't talk about you, but they they're not you're not the focus of yeah. attention, which a really good mayor is not yeah. the focus of attention. And so many individuals who hold that office make themselves the center of attention because they have other plans. They they want to be state representative, they want to be governor, they want to be yeah. they they want to move up and not that they don't care about their community or anything else. But sometimes they're more interested in telling people they have the job than they are in actually doing the job. You are clearly a person who does the job. and I, and I think although it may grind on you a little bit, I think you enjoy doing the job. I do and, I love and, it. yeah And nerd. that really yeah. shines through. and yeah. I, I, I think that it it's almost it's kind of like a reverse, you know, a good, bad type of thing, but the less people talk about you, the better job you're yeah. doing. You Thank know?
4: you Bill. and I, I intentionally try to fly below the radar because it is a job at the end of the day. Um, the, but as you know, in the world we live in, it's all about social media. So it's kind of a like if I stay too low, people might forget what I'm doing and right. what you know. Um, but I do try to just do the job at the end of the day. I don't put the focus on me. I'm not wired that way anyway. I mean, I am a politician, as Dave would say, right? but um I don't I don't work that way. This is a job, and I want to. I want to succeed at the job. It's really important. But uh, there is a balance there, because you do want to have some re- name recognition. But but thank you, Bill. I I am not seeking attention. I'm just seeking to do the best that I can as corny. I can see Dave's getting bored because it is it is no not at <laughs> all no
0: now it's, I'm gonna now, now, now I got it now I got to tell you <laughs> I'm not getting bored. What I'm doing is I'm shutting off my mic every time I'm clearing oh, my I'm throat, sorry, Dave. so I'm looking down. Yeah. I'm not I'm listening. Yeah, but. This is all great. I mean, but I really want to know what you're surprised about. I really want to know something that you thought, oh boy, this is great, but I wish (laughs) this.
4: That's a very good question. Um, What have I been surprised about? Again, it might sound corny and trite. I'm surprised by, you know, when you're downstairs in the council or you're not involved in government. It's easy to think that things are easy and fast and what's the problem with them. What I'm surprised at is the volume and quality of work that's being done by the, prof- the people who, are, who work for the city, not the elected officials, the staff members. Because at the end of the day, those are the ones that keep government working, right? The corner office changes, but the, the quality of work that these folks do and their commitment um, has amazed me and impressed me, and I did not expect that. I did not expect for what it's worth, and this may sound silly, the sheer volume of work. The other day I said to um, one of the uh, women in my office, am I missing something because I, I, it's hard to keep up some days with just the sheer amount of email and stuff that comes through. Now that might be because Attleboro doesn't have, right now, a, 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 C, a chief of staff or any kind of assistant mayor, which is something I want to explore in the future. Mm-hmm. So that has surprised me, the sheer volume. I like the complexity of the work, I like the diversity of the work, and I love talking to residents in any context, but the volume is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, what else have I been amazed at? Um, how things... I'm learning a lot about government procurement and how uh, <laughs> prevailing wage. Now, and, Bill, you are over were you.
2: You are... Were I, I was a, a selectman <clears throat> in, in Norton, and, and for a time, before yeah. we really had a town manager, too, we were in charge of procurement and what i that's why when you left i wanted to, yeah what i what i really learned is the, the first thing you do uh, the difference between procur- procurement in the private sector mm-hmm. and procurement in the government sector is in the government sector you immediately throw out all logic and common sense <laughs> because the rules restrict <laughs> yes. you you know yes. in, in in a business you go out and you say okay i need x oh i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna search around i'm gonna yeah. find the best price x mm-hmm. for the value and i'm gonna mm-hmm. you know, i'm gonna do what's best not in government, if it's over a certain amount of money, yes. you now have to go to bid, you need so many yes. bids. if you take and you have to make sure that you have specs and if you leave something out if you, you can't mm-hmm. you can't buy from company B over company A if company a is is less yeah. money even though there might be something in there that makes it more desirable to buy from company A yeah <clears throat> and the time the, the amount of time that you're doing and people say oh, why? Why can't we run the city or the town like to a business? That, yeah. Because you can't. But yeah. don't you
0: write your own specs sometimes?
2: You you do, and that's another problem. Yeah. Because if you're buying a a, yes. a generator, yes. uh, you know which we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. But you're buying a generator. Are, are you are you able to write your own specs about a generator? What do you do? Mm-hmm. You rely on the people who are selling the generators, mm-hmm. and surprisingly, each one is. Yes. issuing specs that favor their particular generator as opposed to the best generator you may be able to buy and it makes procurement in government just yes. an absolute nightmare and I'm sure that's what you're finding
4: Yes it's inc- and I'm one of those people who said can they can we just want it more like a business it, you can't you fundamentally can't um, but you are so right on. Some of what you would find in government procurement prevailing wage and the process is in that trying to correct for backdoor deals and handshake deals and you know doing business with your cousin's brother or whatever, is that the government went way above and beyond to prevent that from happening. Mm-hmm. They went, I think, they overshot the mark and now have made it so complicated that you actually are paying more than you should. So the taxpayers are paying the price. For the problems the government have over, has overcorrected for, it is incredibly mm. frustrating. Not only administratively, but as a taxpayer, you get. St-
0: now, did you know this before you were the now, mayor?
4: um Well, look, everybody knows the government overpays. You hear the joke, and now mm. I know why. Okay. And it's because the government. I understand the intent of what they were trying to do, right? Stop these backroom deals and, and all of that stuff, but they <laughs> overcorrected. They overcorrected, and now it is far more expensive. Uh, What I'm going to pay to have a roof job done is probably 10 times more expensive than than Bill would pay for a private project. It's ridiculous, it's incredibly frustrating. I don't think it's smart, and I wish I had the time and the bandwidth to figure out how to resolve some of these issues, but I think there's political reasons why they won't be resolved um, with prevailing wage and and other things. Um, So that is a bit of a surprise to me, I guess, and a frustration, because once you see how the sausage is made, You've got to play the game the way the game is, but it it can be frustrating to some degree and, and disappointing. Mm. You know? I, I just wish there was an easier yeah. way that made more sense. It, it it
2: really is brutal. And and not that I'm accusing any particular company or any you know, any entity of, of doing this, but that there are there are extreme times when all of a sudden you say you wonder if people are really bidding or if they're taking yeah. turns on backing off on the bids so that this one can have their turn and then this one steps up and has their turn. We've set up a system that's more corrupt than the system that we originally exactly. tried to get away from. They always the problem. And it's really difficult. And
4: to Bill's point, when you have a complex project, right, you have to put it out to bid, which means the bid defines what you're looking for. <laughs> In order to define it, you have to know what you want. So you basically have to have an expert help you define it or spend money to define the thing that you're looking for, the item you want to purchase or the services you want to purchase. So it is just incredibly complicated. And in Attleboro, I should I – you probably know this, Bill. We don't have, like, a facilities department or a maintenance department. So we're very lucky to have a fantastic building inspector, Bill McDonough, yeah. who is taking on some of those duties. But uh, I'm trying to get together a facilities department of maintenance so that my department heads – so that the library director doesn't have to take time to figure out, well, how do I define what I need? I need you know, HVAC or whatever. So that's been surprising and frustrating.
2: Yeah, and, we, and when, you, when you say, well, gee, uh, you know, I'd like to add that person, oh, you're adding more salary, you're doing more yes. this and that. Yes. And then when you don't add the person, then it comes back and saying, "Well, <coughs> you're not maintaining the buildings and the equipment properly. That's if right. you had someone maintaining yes. the building and equipment, yes. then you wouldn't have to spend more money on the rest of it. So it's a vicious cycle. It and is. and I wish I wish I knew how to make more people aware of yeah. that problem in government because they just think all oh, government does is spends spend. but They don't even try to get the I best no price. Idea. and that's yeah. just not true.
4: Well, it's very um, Bill, like. We're going—I I love you. We're right on the same page. <laughs> Boy, it's like a
0: speed dating. This is <laughs> what I have learned in the
4: 10 months is Attleboro does not have the government it deserves, but it doesn't want to pay for the government it should have. So what I'm going to do, for better or worse, is I want people to know the opportunity costs of me not having an aide and the time I'm spending literally on things that someone else could handle, that we don't have additional enough staff in certain departments, the long-term price, the cost of not having a maintenance department. I'm going to put a list of, like, the ideal, if you will, Attleboro government and cost it out. Now it could it could blow up in my face, but I want people to know if we had this person and that person in this department, this is what you'd have. Now, are there costs involved up front? Yes, but I'd also like to cost out what we would be saving, because you know what we just we, what we spend on roofs in the city because we haven't maintained them, hundreds of thousands of dollars, but for want of maintenance. So I'm trying to figure out a way to tell that story, Bill, about the opportunity costs. In, in thinking only about the present and not about the future, and well, that's what we have. Yeah, and
2: I'll share with you, because I was lucky enough to discover the secret to government in my 40-plus years of town government and, and municipal government, so I can—don't I can, tell anybody, but I'll share this with you. Please. I figured out what it is people want, and, and what they want is they want more services and less taxes. So if you can just figure out a way to give them more services yeah. and less taxes, then you've solved the whole issue. You
4: yeah. know, it, well, I, I do know one way, and people don't want to hear this, but just to use the storm. <clears throat> on, on Monday, I was driving around because it was just crazy because there was a lot of street flooding. Do you know what the primary cause of street flooding is? Leaves. Blocking uh, the, the yep, stormwater yep, drain. So yep. do you know what yours truly was doing? I was out there Out moving there shoveling leaves. leaves. Good um, for you. I mean, I'm not ta- – but but it's that simple. Five minutes of somebody's time could have saved some of these flooding issues. If people, But yep. people don't want to hear that because my taxpayers are paying. You should do it. Fair enough. Yep, yep. But we are, at the end of the day, all in this together. Yep. And if you're going to sit back and you wait for someone out. else to sure. solve it, then we're, it, it's not going to go the way you want mm. nor as quickly as you want so a little more investment from people would go a long, long way. But we
0: know. have been we have been yes. um, um, visited uh, by somebody else that um, have you met?
4: before? I have had the pleasure. Okay, this is yes. Pam
0: Fower is here. He's she's going to be a, a new city councilor on uh, January second. Good morning, Miss Foar. Good, good morning. Good to I'm see you. And do you know Bill? No, this we is Bill Gavea. Congratulations, no. Bill is the Thank columnist you. for the Sun Chronicle. Ah, and uh, I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Pam is my close dearest friend from yep. 20 minutes ago <laughs> yeah, you know. right. and um, <laughs> I, I thought it'd be great I, what I did was I put out a, uh, uh, some invitations and just asked people to come in anytime they could for a little bit and just visit or, yep. or chat or okay. stay or whatever
4: I'm happy to have Pam <laughs> I I, uh, I don't know Pam well but knowing a little mm. bit about her background I, I would love to go out and chat with you the fact that you were a federal prosecutor I mean, I had my small stint oh, working I'm for the sorry, Immigration man. Service as a trial attorney. I saw that. I'm fascinated <laughs> <laughs> just to talk to you about How's that? Your those are agents. Oh, are prosecuted, sorry, and the work that you did. I, I read the article that you wrote about rape um, oh. a while ago. I did. Yeah, so some time ago. Yeah, I would love to talk to you about things that aren't even related to Alabama Now, what was that politics. article? Uh,
0: I mean, uh, what was the point of that I,
4: article? I, the point of that article
6: was that uh, men and women aren't raised to speak honestly to each other, that women are raised to say no to any advance by any young man, regardless of how they feel. Mm
1: -hmm.
6: And uh, our society takes that as a given. And boys take that as a given. And they also take it that no doesn't always mean no. And that can be true. And it's really important that we be honest with each other and with ourselves so that we learn how to speak honestly in every situation, not just in government, but yes. in interpersonal Great. relationships. Because
0: if you come into a situation like that, if, if you are a prosecutor, as an example, in a, in a rape case, you have to examine, this is what the depositions are for, of course. But I mean, this, what you're just saying about you know whether or not the boy was getting which signal, As an example, right
6: right what the girl was saying, but fortunately for me um, Federal crimes I I did one I was involved in one murder case, but Mm. by and large uh, what I prosecuted were fraud cases
4: Mm-hmm. Also very interesting. I, I, yeah. interesting. We've got to chat. I would love to pick We're your We're going brain. to chat. Yes, well, It's going
0: to be great. It would be terrific. You yeah. could do it here, you know. But anyway, you know. And it's interesting. But
6: actually, I came here because what I like to do oh. at this part of the season is bake. Oh, cool. So I came here. I didn't know who would be here, how many people would be here. I brought a sample Oh, oh to give great. To you, which I good. am now sharing with everybody else. Good. Oh, here. great. All these
4: cookies those wine biscuits or cookies?
6: These are butter cookies,
4: various oh, kinds, oh, kinds oh, of
6: butter Oh, cool. Very, well, that's
0: oh. great. We'll put them right here. Well, that We're makes sure.
4: my Dunkin' Donuts everybody muffin can. look pretty sad now. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Pam. I, I bought Dave a muffin. muffin. I thought I was doing good. No, Yo, you're doing, <laughs> doing <laughs> good. Why don't I pass them? Thank them. you, Pam. Cooking that's is a very one of my nice. favorite
0: thing. Look at really. A Christmas party,
4: that's great. <laughs> Your <laughs> colleagues on the council are going to love you if you bring in baked <laughs> goods, Pam. Can't promise every week or
7: every um, other week, but...
0: And I'm really glad you, you came. I, I sent you a note, and I was really right. glad she came because I think, uh, I well, I got a surprise because when you came in uh, okay. to be on with me the first time, uh, I was surprised at how much we immediately agreed on or, or saw the world, you know. Um, in my position on the air over the years, mm-hmm. you know, I've me and attorneys general never get along. I never get—I don't know why—but I never get along with attorneys general. I think because they have a certain attitude that bothers me. But, but, um, but I thought it was great that you know, you know that we spoke, and I said to my wife, "Boy, that was great. I really enjoyed that." And well, and I'm looking to forward to you having a chance to, to bring some knowledge and some background. Uh, to the well, council.
6: it's an exciting time for me. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What, can I ask, what made you wanna
2: kind of step up at this stage of your career and your life and, and wanna get involved in, in like local politics that way?
6: I think, really as the mayor was just saying, each of us needs to be involved in this time. Different ways. Sweeping out uh, drainage ditches in, in uh, Philadelphia, where I spent much of my career. Uh, we made that an obligation of homeowners. They did and didn't do it. But um, from the small uh, to the large, being involved uh, in government is what our country is about. And I have now the moment, the time to do it. So I, I just, uh, when invited to consider it, I did, and I, I couldn't think of any reason why I couldn't. Well, that's that's that. good, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> God why knows not? I tried. Now, <laughs> Basically, why which I, I may as well that. can't dance. <laughs>
0: now let me ask you this.
6: <laughs> yes. And this is
0: a Donald Trump.
6: Oh, please. <laughs> why, Dave? The why Why ruin wait, a great wait, conversation? Wait, 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 wait.
0: The emoluments clause, Ms. Fraud. Mm. the emoluments clause, yes. uh, the owning of the hotel, and the deals where, well, if you want to meet the president, you've got to rent a suite of rooms or whatever. Is that, would that, could that be under an, an, a fraud? Against the emoluments Clause, at least.
6: <clears throat> fraud usually involves a false representation okay. of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Um, as everyone on in, in the media has said, Trump does everything out in the open. <laughs> mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it, it's, it's not <laughs> fraudulent, but it does distinguish what he did, has done, yeah. may continue to do, whatever, uh, from the typical fraud case where somebody is seriously misrepresenting. Doing it under-the-table kind of thing. Well, they misrepresent right off, yeah. what assets they have. They mm-hmm. change their mm-hmm. stock portfolio to make it look as though they only pick winners. Um, and then... Uh, get a bank to rely on that statement to lend right. them money that they shouldn't <laughs> otherwise get yeah. Which the rest of us don't do so that's a, a, a typical
0: right. uh, I won't drag case. you into that now because I, I, I'm I, just I, dying to because the emoluments <laughs> closing the clause rooms, the thing that bothered me That he could own a hotel mm-hmm. and that it was obviously making money out of the uh, Access to the president that was the only thing
2: I, but, I, th- I think that the, the lesson you learn is that you can actually be a fraud without committing one. <laughs> uh, you know, oh, it, okay, it, it, thank it, you. It, that, that's a, not that clarifies. Well yeah. yeah. and, 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 and that's it. And, and you know, and, and if I can, that was going to be me. I, I wanted to ask the mayor, you know, too. It is, you know, politics to some extent is politics, but local politics and, and national politics have always been separate. But today, they seem to be merging more and more closely. Has... In, in Attleboro, has the level of politics, have you seen national politics filtered down to the level where it starts affecting local politics? Or is local politics still, at least in this area, still the primary focus being on, the stress on the word local?
4: I would say the primary focus is still very much on the local, but there's definitely influencers out there, right? And there are people, I think, and everybody has an agenda, but I definitely think that some of the agendas are seeping through with individuals. Um, I find it's pretty collaborative. I I have a pretty good relationship with most of the council. It's open, it's collaborative. So I I think it's still good and I still have faith. And one of the things I want to do with the inauguration bill is to send the message of we we are working together well here in Attleboro, people of all stripes. But there's definitely a feeling, and we saw that in the whole book banning thing, that the agendas are creeping in. Do You know what I mean? Um, yes, and yes. the thing that bothers me most, and I, I say it again and again, be whatever you want to be, but be it openly and be it honestly. Be as far right as you want, be as big a book banner as you want, but bring it all, bring it all. I, I, I don't like those who deceive. Come straight, yeah. come straight and come with it all and let's talk about it. And that's
0: exactly what we've been running f- into now. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, dip um, O'Neill, you know, Oh, uh, yeah. politics is local, <laughs> yep. right? right? And you see this happening now. Yeah. I mean, I, I am really agitated by this. As you know, we've spoken about this. I am totally freaking agitated. And I had said, I wrote an article about it I've a letter to the editor. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, there's a tendency in a situation like this for the politics of it, mm. because you've got to work with these people for two years or whatever, that you want to say, well we'll just kind of let that pass now we made our point. I never make my point. Never. I've finished making this point. And I wanted the mayor and the um, Human, Human Rights Human, Commission. Thank please. you Human Rights Commission. to take the the resolution down to unframe it and to bring it to the swearing in on January 2nd not mm-hmm. to be part of this mm-hmm. system just to be in the in the lobby. And as everybody's leaving when our newly elected counselors, come out, invite them to put their signatures on this resume, on this resolution. That's all I wanted to do. Not a big deal thing, but just to get everybody lined up. And I know they would sign it. I've done my homework. And I'd I'd like to see that happen. Not to go, here's another stab, but to just say, look, let's get this on the record. Let
4: me tell you why I'm not, and I said this to you (coughs) off the air, so I disagree. And here's why. I don't believe in litmus tests. In politics or in life in general. It's easy to say something. It's easy to sign something. Show me what you do, right? So if Pam, yeah. respectfully, or any other newly elected counselor, believes in what is in that resolution, then live it, do it, and say it. I agree. I don't want to do a litmus test. That was a moment, Dave, and all do respect. I, I don't yep. know Pam well. I suspect she would agree with what's in the resolution, but I want to see them, the new counselors, and the ones who signed it, and the ones who chose to not sign it. Be the best that you can be, but at the end of the day, it, yeah. even if you didn't sign it, be open in your reasons. It's okay. <laughs> I can. I have friends who lean far to each side of me, but I have open, honest, and robust conversations with them, and these are people with character. I'm oh, totally okay with all of that. What I cannot and will not tolerate is deception. Don't say you're this when you're really that. I don't. I cannot stand that as a person. But I as think, a
0: I, and I agree with you. Uh, the the part that I don't <coughs> cuddle to is that this is not a litmus test. It is a understanding that the person you elected doesn't think you have any rights.
4: But the citizens should have done their research, right? When you're voting for someone, know what you're voting for. Ask them that question on the doorstep. Well,
0: that'll certainly be. So now up we now. know. <laughs> yes, yeah. now we know. But I don't believe yeah. in litmus tests. Okay. I,
4: I, I'm just hoping that everybody brings them their best selves to the game. Pam, do you want to? Comment? Well, I. I I think I
6: I agree, you and I had this conversation as well and I said virtually the same thing. It was a moment, that moment has passed. Okay. There are unfortunately many more moments that have already happened Mm -hmm. and will continue to happen in the future. We have to be prepared to meet them, we have to be prepared to both enforce our laws but also make people understand the essential commonality that we all have as people, uh, to do everything that we can to tamp down these feelings of estrangeness that we seem to have um, among each other. I didn't find that going door to door, not at all, which was very inspiring and exciting. But... Um, We do see it in the paper sometimes. We do see it in people's actions sometimes. People don't speak thoughtfully. And I wish they would. Um, When I did work as a federal prosecutor, um, I worked with all kinds of agents. Agents are not necessarily the most progressive people in America. (laughs) I guess not, yeah. But you know, when you explain to them why it's critical that before you go storming into somebody's house or even knocking on the door and entering, you really do have probable cause. Uh, And you explain it to them clearly and tell them less than that you're not going to abide, it works. So I proudly say I never had a search warrant uh, denied or quashed um, because we spoke to each other and it would sometimes take a long, long time to get to the place where we all agreed that we had the right case and could go forward mm-hmm. you um, know it, it,
2: and I, I think you know i think what dave's saying and what i agree with to to a point is i think i think we've gotten into the problem we're in in this country sometimes by not speaking out enough by allowing outrageous behavior to become <coughs> accepted and become the norm because we say how oh, yeah look if we if we speak against this it's going to cause a problem it's going right. to be a big uproar everyone's mm-hmm. going to get their their underwear in a bunch and we're going to have you know problems and sometimes we need to get our underwear in a bunch sometimes you know there are things worth you know doing that but you know to go with something mayor that you said you know people when they look at public officials they say oh that person's got an agenda why in god's good name would you vote for someone that doesn't have an agenda if you don't have an agenda Mm -hmm. you don't know what it is you want to do and and you know agendas aren't bad Agendas are just a list of what you hope to accomplish as you move forward. You should put your agendas out. The public can look at them. They can say, this is what this person stands for. This is what they're going to try to do in office. This is what we will vote for or vote for someone else if we don't like it. But the idea that we would just elect people with no particular agenda, we're just mm-hmm. floating along, and as the issues come up, yeah. we'll just you know, decide them. I mean, it's good to be open it's good to, be, to listen and to be flexible, but you don't have to outline how you're going to vote on everything mm-hmm. that comes before you, but you certain, certainly should have right. goals. You certainly should have objectives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, human rights seems to me to be one of those mm-hmm. objectives that would be hard to argue against. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there are specifics within it that you have to control and you have to have certain <coughs> levels, but uh, we, we worry more about being tagged with the fact that we have an agenda than we do of what's actually in the agenda Mm -hmm. for the country these days, and that
4: bothers me. That's a fair fair point, Bill, and and thank you for making, uh, because I did mention the word agenda, and uh, I guess to be clear, what I meant to say was hidden agendas. I agree with you, you have to have an agenda. I'm more of a fan of not what you're going to do, but how you're going to do it. For example, my agenda would be open and honest communication and transparency in government. Wherever that takes me, whatever the issue is, I will apply those to that. So I would define my agenda more as not object-specific, but as a, as a manner-specific. This is how I want to lead and how I want to do things. And wherever that way takes me is, I guess, where I need to be. So for the record, that would be my agenda. Take a break. It's my agenda
0: to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to open my, this little Uh-oh. present that I have. It's tiny. Uh-huh. Let me open. Hold on. Let me. Here it is. Oh, it's got a tag on it to Dave, but then the name is whited out. On. Here we go. <laughs> oh, look, it's a little, it's a little whiteout. Oh God! Oh, I know what this is. This is my secret Sarah gift exchange, and I, that must be okay. That's one to make sure. All right, we're back, and um, Pam Foer is here. Uh, the mayor is here. <laughs> Uh, Bill Guevara is here, and now Scott Domenici from uh, the school committee. Good morning, Mr. Domenici. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Good uh, morning, good morning everybody. This do you know Pam? Yes. I do. Okay, good. Everybody knows yeah, everybody, everyone right? Everyone knows everyone okay, good. here. good. Does anybody know me? No, I guess not. <laughs> no. All right. Do we really know you, Dave? <laughs> well, do we want to? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Do we want to? Um, thanks for coming in. I, I send invitations everybody. I know you got to stay just a little bit, but how are you feeling about your success and getting re-elected
8: oh well you know i just first <laughs> off thank you ward six um for trusting me for another term um you know i never take that for granted uh, we worked hard and uh it's good to see when hard work pays off so i'm excited for the the new year and uh-huh. uh, we'll be doing it with a new school committee chair for the first time in about Ten years. and uh, who
0: is who's is
8: that? Uh, we don't know who it will be yet, but uh, outgoing Chairman Steve Withers. Right, uh, right, After ten years, he's he's hung it okay, up, and right. uh, I I guess I since we're on the radio here, thank yep. you, Steve, for everything you've done, and uh, okay. he, he got a lot done while he was there. So, so are you
0: going to be standing to to get the uh, leadership?
8: I don't know who's it's. We vote on it after we take
0: the. I know, oath. but you, I, I you saying, hey guys, I'd like to do this. I mean, I'm, it's like a jury, isn't he it? He wouldn't yeah.
4: say that if he was. I guarantee By you, this way, is backdoor do do stuff, Andy. How do this they stuff.
0: pick the jury head? <laughs> they, well, they, uh, this it,
6: it's after the jury is sequestered, so they're alone together, and they vote.
0: So somebody says, oh, I'd like to do it, and then they I have No,
6: vote. I've never been on a jury much as I oh, would. Oh, right. like I thought to. there was a process. So, no, no, that's, oh, no, all right. that's a behind-closed-doors process, whether people volunteer or other people volunteer them. I don't
0: know. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I used to be a foreman. Now it's a four person.
4: Well, it should be. Yeah. I, I
0: understand. Mm-hmm. I gotta get. I
4: mean, do we have to do this again oh, and I again? Over there, and are women, be, or there are women. There are men. You, we're better men off men with just a, they. <laughs>
0: right? I wasn't good enough.
2: I could only be a three person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Um, we may we bring everybody. Oh, in. I, here comes, here comes Nicholas. I'm waiting for the yeah, spiked
4: the eggnog. No one's bringing it, it yet.
0: Yeah, um I think I, we need that chair. Good morning, think, oh, right. let me my yeah. Okay, hang on a minute. Nick Lavoy has just come in. He's a, another newly elected city councilor. Boy, I'm glad nobody else got elected. I mean, no room. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>, this is <laughs> it. Full house. Uh, good, good morning, morning Mr. levoy How are you?
0: Now, thanks for coming in i know you only have a short time to doing this you said but um we appreciate you being in. how are you I'm great i'm I, excited about getting on the council what? oh absolutely
9: yeah very excited
0: now you ran for council before or mayor, you uh, ran for mayor. didn't run for mayor oh. uh,
9: i ran for council five years ago that was it that long ago yeah i've been here that long <laughs> yeah i had you on and you had your aunt who was involved in the city she, what did she have she no, mm-hmm. my gr- my grandmother owned a, uh, a store downtown many moons ago, and then she used to put on the Christmas Village in the Common. They did, like, Santa's House. Oh, yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad was a Ninja Turtle when I was, like, that was a popular year. Oh, yeah, very yeah. cool. And and uh, what was the store she had? The Slim Shop. It was ah, yes. right behind Duncan on North Main, and then uh, <laughs> my grandfather worked at the Bronson Building on WARA. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: That's
0: right. So you got everybody's
9: got history. Here. Yeah. Do you know you know Pam? I know uh, no, we oh, Pam. Met. Fowler. We're yeah, meeting we're on, we're air. on air. Yes. There you go. Um, heard, heard great things. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I listened to her on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. This is our A lot of skill set. A
0: surprise dating app we put people. <laughs> yeah. in <there>. Speed dating. <laughs> yeah, Speed <laughs> exactly dating right. it is. So, so <laughs> who wants to say what? What's going on? What do you got to say? Somebody want to chime in here? Hmm?
6: No. Okay. Well, I couldn't help but notice that the mayor has a double.
4: Oh, yeah, my doppelganger. Yes, yes, Absolutely. I know. Yes, I know. I had the same thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. Well, I saw this yes. uh, headline on yes. today's song I just
8: promise. thought it was Kath. Yeah, nope.
6: yeah. <laughs> I had, well, no. I looked inside to read it, wow. and it's not. It's mm-hmm. another woman who does great work. Yes. Um, but I was astonished, yes. I, I have yeah. to say. Well,
4: they're so. all out there, right? They're all out there. I'm just glad that one of my doppelgangers is someone well. associated with good and not <laughs> yeah. felonies. Yeah, so,
0: right.
2: You know. yeah. 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 Two pictures, one no. <laughs> this way, one this yeah. way. Yeah, so <laughs>
4: she <laughs> earned
9: the paycheck you gave
4: her. Doing yeah. well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah. Really I try to stay out of the paper myself. Huh?
2: When I was younger and I had more hair and it was more curly, the, yeah. uh, they used to tell me all the time that i looked a lot like John Belushi. Huh. And when enough people tell yeah. you you look like a dead yeah. drug addict, it doesn't feel uh. <laughs> on you. It makes afterwards. you feel you know, not as embarrassed yeah. about your real life, yeah. which is, yeah. Yeah, it's really
0: something, um, th- th- all of these people, mm-hmm. you know, Pam was talking about, now she's new to the area, comparatively, and to be able to get a paper and find, mm-hmm. and these are just the people right. that the Chronicle right. was able to highlight. There are so many other people. That may, you were saying this.
4: So, yeah, to my point about everybody helping out a little bit more, That it's people like that. It's people like the 150-so volunteers that we have on the various city boards and commissions. Government cannot function without other people being involved, without non-government employees or politicians being involved. It simply will not function. Yeah. We need more people. But even with all those folks in the paper and all the folks on our volunteer boards and commissions, we need more people to get involved, whether it's literally removing leaves from a storm drain yeah. or something else. If can give a little bit back, a little bit more, we'd all be better off in the long run. It's a force multiplier, right? Oh, and it we all win
0: from that, right? We all win from
4: that. Agreed, yeah, yeah. and we're yeah. all in it together. And that's not to say there aren't people doing it, um, but there's a lot of people the first thing you get is, I pay taxes.
0: Yep. Okay. Okay. And?
4: But, yeah, yeah there's and, a lot yeah. more. And I mean, we do the best that we can with your tax dollars, yeah. but what's the downside of investing a little bit more? I, I, what's the downside? I don't know the argument against. Mm-hmm. You're not going to usurp the government. You're not going to make us less effi- effective or efficient. Um, but all you can do is make it better. And it's,
6: so, and it's true about to, the. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to mm-hmm. say, you have to make some decisions between. What you're going to do for yourself mm-hmm. and what you're going to do for the community and it really does turn out as each of these people okay. said and i was reading it quickly this morning that doing anything for the community enriches you so much more than what you do for yourself mm-hmm. buying presents whatever it is that buying them for yourself buying them for others it's tempting but really doing for others has as you were saying, it's a force multiplier. Mm. It makes you feel so much better, so much a part of Mm, mm. what's going on. Mm. Um, I discovered that when my child was very little and we decided to give to save the whales or something like that. Um, It made it so much easier to watch PBS that we had um, given money to save a whale and it had a particular uh, a tale that we that was identifiable and all of that. Anyway, it, it makes it easier to participate in the community, easier to yes. uh, enjoy yourself as a citizen. And um, it really
8: is easy to participate. There's plenty to get involved in. It doesn't take much. Mm-hmm. As As Kathleen mentioned, the city is looking for people. They're looking for people to help. There's mm-hmm there's boards there's commissions it does not take much to, to step up and say i'd like to get involved there's there will be a place for anybody who is who is looking for it so um, and that's that's how i got started and you know you just you step up at some point um, i find once you, once you do
2: it's hard to to stop doing it yeah these boards and, yet and you commissions you get people to vote yeah and, 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 and yeah. you know and, and yet what you know 10 12 14% yeah. of people come out yeah. and vote in local elections. I I know it's crazy but I wish we could give a a $50 tax credit to every everybody who voted mm-hmm. in in every election in a given year. I know you can't do I know it's a nightmare and it's logistical and and it's kind of cynical to say you have to pay people to vote. Well obviously you do because people don't vote in local elections unless you put, and Attleboro hasn't been in that position, but unless you put a Prop 2.5 override mm-hmm. or something like that on the ballot, then you'll get 50%, 60 70% of the vote because there's a negative connotation. People will come <laughs> out to vote to stop things, but they won't come out to vote to do things. Well, we, and I don't we know how that. you get that message across that yeah. <clears throat> the ability to do things starts mm-hmm. with voting and electing people who will, who will do that, who will, who will make those things happen. And <clears throat> that's why I keep saying we don't really have an official, an, a government official problem so much as we mm-hmm. have a people problem, a, a yeah. base problem that we have to get people up to, to vote.
8: What were you we going to say? I was going to say we, we actually did have a debt exclusion for the new high school, and I think there were about just under 9,000 people came out to vote. So even for something... That big, the percentage of you know eligible voters versus who actually came out to vote, it still wasn't all that high. See, and I that was a huge financial commitment that the city made. I and think I'm grateful.
0: One, it one of the things, things we should do and uh, we consider, watch me get my butt kicked on this one, is is to make voting obligatory, that you have to vote in every election. Now we're going to do it online or we're going to do it by mail or we're going to do it just like your your taxes, your car taxes, whatever. You get a form. Here's the form for that. Yep. Now you can go through and write.
4: But Dave, making it obligatory doesn't make it meaningful. I well, mean, you, ultimately thing, you want people to vote based upon information I, and research and investment well, in the I, community. I, I making it obligatory, that. you're just going to get a box of checks. I, I don't know well, what purpose that, that serves.
0: That may, may be the case, but the great majority in my opinion of reasons I don't vote It's on a Tuesday. I gotta take my kids to basketball. I gotta. We have to make it more more applicable to the real society today to get those votes. Make it easy for them. Don't don't do it on a Tuesday. Do it on a Saturday, Sunday. Okay, Saturdays Jewish Jewish uh, you know Sabbath. Okay, give them a week. All right, and and these so every person just like their taxes. They have to vote. Now they can write Mickey Mouse in, yes. but they have to vote. And you will get a great number of people who can't get there or don't get why it's important. Oh, it's only it's all fixed. Yeah. You got in because it was yeah. all fixed, Mayor. Yeah. You know, I could have voted against you but it wouldn't yeah. have mattered because it's fixed. Okay. So you get to vote and then you find out. I think that's really important.
4: I don't know, Dave. I'm leery. <laughs> I'm leery about making it making it mandatory and having people who don't do the work that's required. Voting was never intended just to be an a, a, um, unintentional act. It was supposed to be meaningful and thoughtful. Right. And that's what the forefathers yeah. were worried about. And worst of all, it's when people vote. What do they call it, Bill? The passions of the day was the most scary thing. <laughs> I think if, they'll vote.
1: I'm going to call her. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. No, it's a while, so Hello? <laughs> Good morning.
3: Good morning, yep. Dave. This yep. is Paul from Attleboro. Okay, you? Paul, go ahead. So I completely agree with... Uh, the mayor on when she said we all have uh an obligation, you know, more for your community, you know, especially with the storm drains. I think that was a perfect example. Uh because I've I've talked to people who complain about, all oh, the water is flooding my street when we have a heavy rain. Well you have a storm drain in front of your house, what do you do down clog the drain? Oh, it's not my job. Well no, it is your job. Um and about the voting I think that it's an obligation for people to vote because people don't go out and vote, like you said, because it's on a Tuesday and I have to either bring my kid to basketball practice or whatever it is. And they don't vote, but yet they're the first ones to complain about whatever the result is. And there's nothing that really annoys me more is when, I, when people complain and then I ask them, well, did you vote? Oh, no. Well, what good is it going to do? Well, you and a million other people have that same mentality. So if you don't go and vote, there isn't going to be any change. So people are like, well, what's the point? Well, vote and you'll see what the point is. All right, um, Paul, that's great. You know.
9: Spot
4: on,
1: Paul. Yeah. Thank you very that's much. Good, that's a good take.
0: Appreciate it. Yeah, we <laughs> can not do. And the other thing is the people who, who are involved on these boards and these commissions, mm-hmm. they're people that are really unsung heroes. Oh, yeah. And th- these are volunteers.
4: Hours they spend. Hours, hours and, and hours, hours a week. It
0: yep. so many more people, and it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I will
4: say, Dave, if I may, mail-in voting has made a huge difference. So, And I know people have issues and concerns about it, but there's no question that there's more people voting now because they can mail it in. So I think that was a great thing to do.
2: And voting has, <clears throat> has never in the history of the, com- of the country been easier than it is right now. Yeah. People used to have to climb on their horses and ride for, you know, miles and, I and miles. To I remember. I remember. <laughs> Dave well remembers. And, and it's, it's like now. <coughs> and, and yet, like in my hometown of Norton, they recently voted for elections this year uh, not to mail out ballots to everybody because it's too costly. How costly is it not to be on the ballots? Uh, you know, I, I mean, you're it, right. I got, I got to hold you there. We're going to go top of the hour
0: break. Yeah, everybody can stay or whatever you'd like to I'm do. I'm happy to stay. I right, enjoy this take, conversation. All right, good. Let's do this. We're going to take a break. We just need. Drinks. And when we come back, um, we're um, going to be doing more in. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Second hour, gain company on this almost Christmas Day thing. Wednesday. Good morning. Good morning to all police, fire personnel, civil servants, healthcare employees, and good old number forty-one. You and me together, and we have a we have a studio full of egos. And amb-
1: <laughs>
0: no, we have public servants that you should be glad uh, working for you. Let me see. Let me go around the bend here. We'll start with uh, Bill Gaveo, who is uh, actually a, a columnist with the Sun Chronicle that we love to read every week. Um, and then he generates all that hate mail. Uh, and then we have we have Scott Domenici from the school committee. Good morning, Mr. Domenici. We have De mayor here. Uh, good morning, Ms.
4: Good morning, Dave.
0: And um, Nick Lavoie, uh, about to be a city councilor. Good, good morning. And Pam Foa, also about to be sworn in on January 2nd.
6: Hello, Dave. Hello, city council. <coughs> yeah.
0: See, I'm getting you. All these people are going to be exciting. Now, mm-hmm. if I could just get something I need done, Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'd be, I could use it on a call on this. Um, I'm really glad to have you all now. Uh, Cobus just started to come in, and then he turned around and went back out. So I don't know what he's yeah. doing. Maybe probably saw me in the window. No, yeah, no, no, no. Me.
9: <laughs>
0: so we're going to see everybody um, get a chance to say what they have to say. I know some of you have to go, so I won't keep. I promised Pam I wouldn't keep it too long. Um, what would you like to go to as long as we're doing this?
9: Anybody? I have off-topic thing is I came in here with a. I was just going to say happy Festivus to those oh Seinfeld yeah, right. okay. yeah. Today's officially Festivus, okay? Uh, for the rest but of us. But there was us, so m- yeah. yeah, for the rest yeah, of yeah, us. grievances yeah, will be aired. Yeah. I didn't know there was going to be this many people in here, so I didn't just come in and start oh, I taking see. over. Well, good. Know, that's all right. If you yeah. Listen,
0: we accept all denominations of... Religious beliefs, and if you're a festivist guy, <laughs> we're going to let you do it. We'll well, I, I believe
2: that the last person in the room for celebrating Festivus was supposed to bring off the gifts. So I, I that's what oh, I heard. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why Todd ran
9: away because he realized <laughs> oh, he was last. Yeah, yeah. I beat oh, him. We raced go. from Norton here. Oh, okay. He forgot the festivist. Yeah, ball. believe it or not, yes. I won the foot race. I know it's hard to believe, but I beat him. So. No, I just realized and,
0: uh, I, uh, this morning I w- went to put on my Mickey Mouse Santa
9: shirt, which my wife would love
0: thank you. Are you would you want it um, no my um, son bought this for me
9: and
6: huh? the shirt off your back that's that's exactly, really there you go there would be, the be a bigger there would be a huge hole if I try to push through. well
0: that's what I'm going to tell you there's a huge hole you see this oh man
4: oh yeah
9: mm-hmm. I'm going to put on this shirt
0: and my finger went through the hole <laughs> and I said well, I was, I'm just trying I don't care because so I'm wearing it anywhere but the last time I wore this was at Christmas was for kids I, I'm loading cars I must have caught it on something and I just I said I don't care. I'm going to be like first of us. I'm going to I'm going to celebrate it anyway. <laughs> put it on and not let it bother me. Mm-hmm. You know that was the other thing I talk about in these these commissions and these people that are giving to the community as an example. Uh, Christmas is for kids has hundred and fifty volunteers that rotate through the, through the system. I mean every year because we do this all year long. We have black belt shoppers. In the, in the summer, I'll get an email from the board and they'll say, we found a, a truckload of, of warm coats for kids and they're on sale at wherever it is. Can I have okay to spend X amount of dollars? Yeah, yeah, let's do, it, let's do it. So all of these people that are really the unsung heroes as well, you have these great people on the front of the yeah. Chronicle, and all of the people that help them get what's done, mm-hmm. uh, get done what needs to be done, are these people that have, uh, don't find themselves on the front page. These people that don't get the kudos, so to speak. But we want people to know that, that it it gets done because other people yeah. do the work.
4: Yeah. At the end of the day, let's not get too <coughs> dour. There is a lot of good, and I tell us to my kids, there's a lot of good in the world. There always has been, there always will be. We, we would not have made it this far, so I fundamentally believe in the goodness of humanity and people. So let's start there. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the You know, the the naysayers and the negative folks, they get so much more attention, undue attention. Let's start shining the light more on people who are actually doing good Agreed. because there's there's far more good. You're,
0: you know, this thing about more, more good in the, within the universes. Um, um, that's absolutely true because if there were not, good will, good always wins out eventually, mm-hmm. because if not, we'd all be gone by now. Exactly. Yeah. It would all
2: be over already. Yeah. You, know? Yeah, so. you know, and, and <clears throat> I've written about it and I've told the story before, but a few years ago, you know, I came on, Dave invited me on the show, and I came on and he said, can you, hey, hey would you like to drop by and see Christmas is for kids and see how it works? And I'm thinking, oh, I've heard about it, but I really don't know anything about it. It's going to be another one of these charities and I'm going to, but Dave asked me and I like Dave, so I said, sure, I'll stop in. And he knew that I was being polite. And, and he met me and I, he took me, walked me through the operation of Christmas for Kids. And literally, no word of a lie, by the time we got done, I was in tears. And I was, I was standing there and I, I, I was overwhelmed at the number of people, the work they were doing, the reason they were doing it. They were all working together, everybody was smiling. When you walked through the rooms and you listened to the people sorting the gifts and, and doing all that stuff, nobody was talking about politics. Nobody was talking about you know divisions in the country. Everybody was just worried about their neighbors and fulfilling the wishes of kids for for Christmas. And and I think I started the column when I wrote about it. I said mm-hmm. I had no idea, and and that's mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people just have no idea mm-hmm. the, the the number of the people and. There, there is good out there. There's also there's just there's frustration, mm-hmm. and sometimes the need to vent that frustration overcomes the, you know, the, the need. It, it, it's it's the old story, you know, man bites dog as opposed to you know, dog bites man, mm-hmm. and that's what gets the attention. Yeah. These are the things that are good. Kudos to the Sun Chronicle for putting that out, yeah. for putting those yeah. pictures right. out, for recognizing right. good. Ordinary citizens who are just doing wonderful things in the yeah. community, and and that's what uh, you know. It, that might be more boring than you know, hearing about the guy who embezzled money from yeah. the government yeah. or something. But it's what we. Well, need we to just have funny. I'm, we're in politi-
0: political room today, but and that's true. <clears throat> Larry Kessler volunteers for years, and he and I were talking one day, and you would see people working on a child's bag and he said these two people are politically completely opposite mm-hmm. he said and look at them they're both working together all well, this is good let's do it. well How about one of these uh, I mean the, the, you're right it, it is about the helping others and, and wanting to do the good side of what they do you uh, be who they are
6: <clears throat> and speaking as someone who is new to uh, Christmases for kids I found doing some shopping for um, a young, Teenager, the most fun, so much more fun than shopping for my daughter when she was a teenager. Uh-huh. I had none of the worries of. Uh, I had no worries. It was just, oh, this is what she wants. I can get it for her. Yeah. Woo, yeah, you know, yeah, right? And uh, it gave me enormous pleasure. Uh, unexpectedly, I. I oh, I have this list. Uh, yeah. Now I have to go shopping. Not my favorite thing in the world to do. My least favorite thing in the world mm-hmm. to do, perhaps. Um, but it turns out that it's just fun. It's one of those <laughs> moments of giving that was unexpected. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and so much
0: yeah. more, uh, it, it is fun, but it's so much because here's the thing. You talk about teenagers. Teenagers used to be tougher to get
4: people Well, that's to why save. I asked for a teenager. Yeah.
6: <laughs> but
0: we have teenage volunteers. And those volunteers will stand with us when we're, we're doing a teenager mm-hmm. and say, oh, no, 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 don't give them that. That's no. That's that's not kosher, this is cool, this is the one you want to use, and this, oh, no, this is a better, I mean, because we ask the kids for their size and their color and their, and so these teenagers, and I'm completely out of touch, they will say, oh, no, this is good or that's good. Uh,
8: and so they get invested in
0: helping others. I mean, it's really, it's tremendous. Yeah. And, you
8: know. I'm the father of three children, and two of them are teenagers, mm-hmm. and it, it's infectious, and it's something that my wife and I have instilled, and we've always done things like that. Our mm-hmm. kids understand how fortunate they are. Mm-hmm. We're fortunate. And years later, when these kids who are recipients grow up and
0: realize how this Christmas, these Christmases happened, they are going to be the people that are going to volunteer and teach their children about giving and about caring.
8: Well, I remember a story, and it, it comes from—I give credit where it's due. It comes from uh, from from Jay D'Elisio, and yeah. you know, did a lot of these. Uh, the vets have offered up their space. We do a lot of drive-by food drives, and you know, you've been a part of that. I think everybody in here has, sure. has contributed in one way, shape, or form. And there was one instance of a guy who came in with like a truckload full of stuff. And everybody was overwhelmed, you know, like, this is great. And he he basically explained, he's like, you know, I used to have to come here for food. Mm. I'm in a much better place now. So now I'm able to give back. And people people remember that. They remember that that kindness you show them when they needed a hand. And a lot of folks will turn around when they have (laughs) a hand to offer and, and give it.
0: So what we should do is give a hand to all of the people we're talking about who don't get the front page of the Chronicle, who just go and contribute and go home
1: and mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm.
9: and, <laughs> uh, and just to touch on what Scott said and kind of like what you said too it's so actually when when I was growing up my family went to local food pantries here my business partner same thing and uh, like that's our biggest give back now so I just echoing everything you said um, you know like this year we donated 120 turkeys for Thanksgiving to a right. uh, local parish and so <laughs> i agree i couldn't agree more um you're just building future givers which is i mean the best thing a society can do um but yeah there's a lot of great people here in attleboro that don't get recognized i'd love to see something like the bobby bone show does It's like the tell me something good segment every day i'd love to see something like that in the sun chronicle just a little snippet once a week or every day of something good happening in yeah, attarborough yeah, or, or yeah. any of the towns the sun chronicle
1: services yeah yeah that'd be pretty cool
0: yeah. um but like like Bill said, it's tough to, you know, get people to realize how important this is sometimes. Their own life is so
2: challenged. Dave, with with a room full of now city officials, can I I ask a question of of them that I kind of have asked before to different people? But all all of you now in here are, are either city officials or about to be city officials. How do you deal with people who come up to you once you're a city official and they say, hey, I voted for you and I really wanted this, whatever it is, this project, this piece of legislation, this bill, you didn't support it. You let me down. I voted for you, you owe it to me. Why can't you support this? How do you deal with people like that? Well,
8: being on school committee during COVID, I got a lot of that because when we had to vote on masks and hybrid versus remote, I had a lot of people friends that didn't like the way i might have voted on something and and in that particular instance my answer was well i have to weigh you know i represent an entire ward and when there's an overwhelming majority view it's easy to be representative of that but in an instance where things are not um such as the case was with you know that time during covid where it was pretty much 50 50. I, i had to go with what i thought was best i'm trying to do the best and the best that i could give that person was an explanation as to why i voted the way i did and if that really affects the way you think of me going forward i can respect that but i'm just honest with them about this is why it wasn't you know i i, I assume you're not talking a quid pro quo type of thing here no. which none of us do but yeah sometimes the best thing to do is just be open and honest about it and that's what I try to do with folks, and that's, you know, that's what I tell folks. This is what you'll get from me. <coughs> we might not always agree, but it doesn't mean the next time around that we won't. That maybe we will agree on this one. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's the best I try to offer is just, it's just you know, taking, taking the issue at what it is and trying to give a good explanation for when maybe somebody's not happy with how you chose to vote. Now, Mayor, I've got to ask
1: you a question since Bill asked the question.
8: My turn. Are you
0: surprised at how many people— really think you do you are doing a great job
4: um,
0: are you surprised at at how no. people are saying
4: you know because i I know who I am, I know who I'm capable of, so um, and I can't control what people thought of me before and what they think of me now, so I'm happy, but I'm not surprised. I know what I brought to the cool. game. I knew when I was running cool. and I know more so now so no. All right. Not surprised, happy for sure. Good. Um, and I continue, I hope to continue earning people's appreciation and ultimately the respect and trust, knowing I'm not going to make everybody happy, and also knowing that the longer you're in government, the more people who aren't going to agree with you. Yeah. But no, Dave, I, I am 100% sure of who I am, what right. I bring to the table. Right. And I will tell you, one thing I have realized is. Uh, Everything I have done in my life is serving me now, which I am so Mm. amazed and thrilled about. And Pam, you may find that too because we're a little bit older and come with different. My experience as a trial attorney, my experience on serving, working at the literacy center and working in higher ed, all the things that I've done and all the people I've met is coming into play in one way or another because fundamentally I think one of the best things I bring to the table is connecting people and resources. Because I, I bend the boots on the ground. I've worked with Irene Sh- Frechette and other people out there doing the hard work. And I'm fascinated that that these little things that I've done in the past come into play now. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised, but okay. I'm happy about it.
0: Um, Scott Domenici is starting to make the move like he's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Pam, did you want to comment on uh,
6: What I wanted to say as an incoming counselor is that in response to your question earlier really is – I hope people voted for me on the basis of the judgment that I Mm. hope to bring to difficult issues. Easy issues are easy. Difficult issues require some judgment and experience what you have gone through, what you've learned to deal with, how you've compromised in the past. All of that comes into play. And it may not always turn out to be exactly what a voter expected. But it is what I can bring. It's the best that I can bring. And that's what I hope to bring to city council.
4: And if I may answer Bill's question, what I've learned, Bill, because I've had people disappointed in me in my first 10 months that I haven't gone hard enough on certain issues. Um, But I don't like to promise. I'm gonna ask you. Scott and I have had this conversation that ultimately it's more to me about the process is equal as important as the product. I can't promise you whether I'm not going to get what you want, but I will promise you 100% effort, transparency, openness, and all of that. So I'm trying to steer more toward that direction. I'll try to do it, but here's what I can promise you as to how I'll try to get there. So that's equally important to me.
8: A good process is going to get you good outcomes most of the time. So,
4: right.
8: so I'm going to throw you out.
0: Pam, do you want to <laughs> stay? Or Happy you, holidays, uh, everyone. Happy holidays, Scott. Bye, thank you, Scott. Holidays, Scott.
2: Yeah, it's. Uh,
6: I've got it's, ten more minutes, okay, and then I got to go. Ten more minutes, right. get my Just slam done. that. Be all right.
2: But yeah, that that you know, and that is, I think, <coughs> it, it, the age-old question. Um, you know, do you when you're elected, are you supposed to be there to do the people's will, or are you supposed to be there to exercise your best judgment? Whether or not the people like it or not, I've always been in my time as an elected official. I was always a, hey, you elected me to do my best judgment. I'm going to do this. If you don't like it, you will get rid of me. Which they did on a, on, a, on, <laughs> yeah. on a couple right. of occasions. I uh, have on one occasion anyway, um, and that's okay. It's and I think that's right. one of the things we lose in politics today, you know, local and national, mm-hmm. is that, you know. We you, we don't need officials who will do what they need to do in order to stay in office. Right. We need uh, officials who are brave enough to do what's right, even if it costs them that office, because that has a cumulative effect. Right. Uh, Mayor, as you mentioned, you know, pump, uh, votes, elections are snapshots in time. Mm-hmm. They they often get prevailing, uh, you know, sentiment. We are not a country, and and we, this is not a city that can afford to be. Constantly based on prevailing sentiment, there has to be a longer range goal. There has to be a longer range plan. There have to be mm-hmm. values that are upheld and yes. and you know supersede what's going on at the moment. And there's prices to be paid for that. Mm-hmm. And often people like you who are in office and and who uh, you know are, are the ones that just happen to draw the straw to be yeah. there. You are the ones that are going to face it. And that's a that's a tough burden. I I can well, relate to that. and I, there are not a lot of people who can relate mm-hmm. to. How hard that is, and I just wondered, especially you, uh, yeah. Madam Mayor. You know, it, that's got to be something you deal with because you're mm-hmm. you're not only an elected official, but for you, this is this is a job. This is a oh, full time, absolutely more a than a full time job.
4: Yeah, yeah, But Bill, to your point, I think part of the reason we're in the situation we're in this company is that the country. There's a lot of politicians promising results, and they're determined to get those results at any cost, and the cost is to us. And as you were speaking, I'm mindful of Profiles and Courage, right? If you read Profiles and sure. Courage, you know that those were people who made their decisions based on their character and their reputation and their beliefs. And for some of those folks, it did, in fact, cost them their place in the, in the House of Representatives and the, in the Senate. But ultimately, that's, we need to get back to that. Let's not promise results that satisfy some organization or group's agenda. Let's promise fair and open process <laughs> right, and communication and transparency. Let's start there and see where we get to. Instead of you know running with the end in sight at an all cost agenda, that's yeah. not helping us.
9: I, I agree there. Well, um, similar to like what I said in my candidate statement where you know you're <coughs> trusting that whatever I'm voting for is done so with the best intentions of mine for Attleboro. So I mean that's you know mm-hmm. when you're picking your person and you're you're looking into their background, you're trying to figure out, you know, if they're wise enough to be able to weigh a checks and balance and decide at the time what's the best. You know, hey, maybe this sounds great, but if we don't have seven million dollars to spend on it well then it can't happen because it's not the best for attabro you know there's a, a time and place and i think when you like i said, would say now too with with age with gender everything we have a pretty good diversity on the council and that allows for better checks and balances across the board in perspectives
0: Boy, I don't know. You got an answer to your question? That's
2: amazing. Out of politicians, it, you know, it, <laughs> it was it's, unbelievable. It's the difference between good public and, officials and maybe not so good public officials. And
0: they voted you out of office
2: once. Uh, you still haven't been fired more times than me. No, that's true. I made a career. That's out of. true. Although I'll tell you, I'll tell you, people don't people don't understand too when you that running for election is an extremely personal experience. You know, you get fired, you lose a job. You know, that's one thing. You get fired by a whole community, you know. I, I mean, that's a, you know, no matter how big or small your ego may be, that that uh, that takes a little bit out of you. So it, it people not only don't understand how much it takes to run for the office, but then they don't understand how much it takes to run again and to yeah. and to be there and serve. And and I wish you all much success and and, uh, and going forward. But it is a it is a personal personal experience and uh, you know our, our new guest here I'm sure knows that you know as well. I haven't introduced him yet I'm going <laughs> to
0: my commercial break <laughs> and then we'll come back uh, Pam has to leave thank you very much for being here today Pam
6: thank you, you for inviting me oh, it was a pleasure.
0: pleasure I got some time alright good we're going to be moving on stay tuned you're listening to Kane and Company whether you like it or not okay
5: have you been nice to him all, I'm sorry? all
0: right alright you and me on the radio till noontime and we have a new uh, addition. First of all, I want to thank the mayor and uh, Pam Foa for being here and Scott Domenici. Uh, Bill Guevara is still here. Uh, and uh, to his right, um, geographically, if not politically, is, uh, is of course, Senator Hawkins. Good morning. I mean, uh, Representative Hawkins. Good morning, sir.
5: Good morning, Mr. Kane. How are you? So I, I walk in and everybody's Dressed in Christmas clothes, including you with your pers- Christmas pajamas on, I'm designated. wondering that's such a lost thing because nobody can see it on the radio. Well, especially prob- those pajamas that you're wearing. I know right? that well with uh, the with the feet in them. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, is yeah. Because yeah, Bill told me to keep my trap shut, yeah. so I guess you <laughs> meant that one in the back. Okay, good. It's nice to see you. Thanks I, for I coming. I wish
5: everybody else could see you. I mean, this is this is such a loss.
0: Well, you know, this is people just have to get the uh, radio with uh, the pictures. Yeah, that's called television. I guess. So how are you? I'm good, thank you. And what's happening just recently that we can know about?
5: Probably everything, right? Uh, well, is, uh, things I, d- I do take a long time, so I don't know about recently. Yeah. But uh, by the way,
0: uh, um, Nikolay is here too.
9: I didn't mean to no worries. not mention you. No worries. So, you stole all the spotlight. Yeah, that's. Well, oh, I just assumed
5: you. you were here <laughs> that you'd already been into news, but Dave's manners sometimes are a little, you know, not yeah. always the best. Yeah, yeah. No, the homeless shelter, we're working on the second floor right now, and pretty soon there'll be a third floor, and wow. the expectation is that'll be finished before the worst of winter, so they'll be able to work all winter on it. Great, great.
0: Awesome. And, um, and that was quite a project you try to get
5: done. I, th- I think, well, for two reasons. One, it's different than any other shelter in the state, and one, we started with nothing. We didn't even have a check-in. How is it different? It has a combination of both crisis beds and permanent supported housing units in the same facility. Crisis beds, are you can't live there. Those are emergency beds. It has 18 of those on the first floor, which will be managed by Catholic Charities. And the second and third floor will be permanent supported housing units, uh, which will be managed by Father Bill's. The housing units is where the difference comes in terms of helping people deal with their issues, why why they've been homeless for so long. So this is targeted to the chronically homeless, the people who've been living in tents that we worry about, what are we ever going to do for them? There's always a reason. People don't choose to live in tents in the woods. There's mental health issues, past trauma, alcohol abuse, drug abuse. And those are things that can be dealt with but not while they're living in tents. And it doesn't do any good to put somebody, warehouse these people and just put them in a room. You think that that's gonna fix it, and that probably makes it worse. So this facility has on-site services for literacy, addiction, and mental health. Father Bill's has separately, we're the only ones, there's one other in Quincy that was just built actually with Father Bill's. Um, has separate permanent supported housing units in Brockton. And the, the way the people live there is they pay 30% of their income. Some of these homeless people do have jobs, do have an income. Some of them have disabilities, so it's not unreasonable to think that they have some income and the state picks up the difference between that and whatever the prevailing rent for outgo okay, is. Yep. If they don't have any income, the state picks up the whole tab. So okay. they could, theoretically, stay there for the rest of their lives, but they don't. Uh, this is a comfortable place to stay. It's 300 square feet because we want to limit it to 40 people. That's, we don't want a bigger facility than that that's hard yeah, to manage. Yeah. Uh, 300 square feet means only one person can live in that room. Each room has a bed, a television, air conditioner, kitchenette, a bathroom, and a door that locks. So they're safe. They have an address. They can get IDs. They can start to go look for services and so forth. But the services is 24-7 workers right in the building. Uh, but Father Bills, like where I was going with this, is Father Bills does this in Brockton. And these people could stay there their whole lives, but they don't. They stay for two, two and a half years, and they've dealt with their issues. And they're deep seated issues. There's nobody saying this. this is simple stuff. You can't just take a, these, a these night are, course and suddenly they're uh, going to yeah, be fine. There's well, more than that. Talk about this and they for move minutes. on. They're ready to be fully uh, functional right. <laughs> <to the> people <laughs> about, in society.
0: I want to talk about this because this is the, the misconception that people have. These are not all
5: um, um, addicted problems. No, some of it's yeah, not all. Uh, uh, well, mostly addicted or mental health, past trauma, something happened in with their family or something. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's not
0: all just about drugs or. So there are no. a lot of no, a, no, not necessarily. Some are, but and the, and the cause for these things too is is something that could be addressed.
5: Too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, can, well, it can't be unless they're in a building where the services are available. Right. 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 And the services have to be there. the The room doesn't change anything. The no. room might make it no. worse
0: yeah
5: yeah and so it's important for people to know who it is
0: you're actually. So
5: helper. somehow I can't not only did we start without even a checking account. Now this thing is fully paid for. yeah, not going to cost the city a nickel. yeah fully paid for. it'll be self-sufficient once it's operating, which will be sometime middle 2024 and staffed by the best in the field. Catholic charities does this, does the crisis beds in Fall River, New Bedford and out on the Cape. they're known for what a good job they do. Father Bill's has been doing these permanent-supported housings for decades. Now, what makes them the best? What do they
0: do that makes them so different? I don't know.
5: Um, uh, we we talked to a lot of different organizations when we first started, because it was me and two other people, and a lot of people were interested in doing something like this, but none of them... Really? You, you know, you, you, oh. you interview, I, I can't say we had a checklist, because none of us know how to do yeah, this. Yeah. And there, there came a point where we were clearly in over our heads. People gave us money, and we have none of us. I mean, myself is a retired high school teacher. I don't know how to put up a building or how to staff or or all these services. And I think NeighborWorks was um, clearly the one that made sense to us. Now, I get I get a little bit of feedback in the state house because I talked to the advocates from the housing, the uh, homeless organizations, the homeless advocacy organizations, and they agreed that NeighborWorks is the class of this field. Now, NeighborWorks, was too busy to work with us when we first decided we, we, we're, we're in over our heads. We need an organization to be doing this with. Uh, they had just merged with another housing organization, and they they were just flat-out busy. Uh, what Nick doesn't know is before I was a teacher, I was a cold-call salesman. I, I sold auto parts, and I put all those skills to use. I called them. I stayed right in front of them for a year. I called them. I emailed them. I went to all their events. I did everything to to stay in their line of vision and, and one magic day they called and said we're on. And that's, that's, when the, that's when it happened, was when NeighborWorks took oh, wow. it on. Wow. Uh, we'd already been working with Catholic Charities because mm-hmm. they managed the uh, Samaritan House in Taunton. And this, at one point, might have replaced Samaritan House. It didn't, they reopened Samaritan House. Um, Sue Mazzarella is just one of the best people you could ever work with. Smart, friendly, humble, um, has all kinds of innovative ideas, really, really good people. And we met Father Bill's similarly through John Rosinski, who actually lives in Norton. Uh, he, I listened to him talk a couple times. We're, we're missing out on the boat if we're not taking advantage of this talent. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 pretty good. It make you feel pretty good around Christmas, huh? Yeah, and it's real. It's happening. Um, it's paid for. You can go. You can actually touch the building. It was just an imagination, an idea for the longest time, mm-hmm. and you can actually walk up and touch. There it is. It's real. Yeah. And it's not costing, it's already paid for.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, Dave, and that highlights what we were talking about, you know, earlier. (coughs) Um, People like Representative Hawkins, (coughs) I mean, he talks about this, and he talks about it so knowledgeably, and, and he's done so much, and yet, you know, while the goal is great and worthwhile, the details are not sexy, they're difficult. They're boring sometimes. People don't really enjoy hearing about them. They love the result. They love that. But it's it's officials like Representative Hawkins and other people and so the people the in the city t- and town who do the work, and and along with the private people and the donors, who make that possible. So and, to your you know, point,
5: there's twice this totally went sideways, and everybody everybody thought we were done. One was we couldn't get neighbor works. They weren't, <laughs> weren't answering our phone calls. And um, I, I pat myself on the back. I didn't think this would ever be a skill in politics, but— being a cold sure off. Yeah. I knew how to deal with that. And the second one, we were all in agreement what this was gonna look like, and it was during the pandemic, and real estate went on the market, it was gone within minutes. Uh, Susan Lee was our realtor, and bless Susan Lee, she's she should be a saint. When we first went out looking, she was showing us properties, putting a lot of time into this, trying to find us stuff. And I had to say, Susan, you know that if you find one, we don't even have a checking account, we can't pay for this, and sh- she was not deterred. She stayed with us, a real pro. So anyway, now it's during the pandemic, and we're ready to do it, and we can't find a location. So this place came up on Pleasant Street, and we were low bidder, and we still got it which is due to the skill and the professionalism of Susan Lee and the, and the real estate people at NeighborWorks that we did this. Mm. And what a location is walking distance to sturdy— I mean, perfect. We can't be with a homeless shelter. It can't be in a residential neighborhood. It can't be in a retail neighborhood. Yeah. And it also, for state funding, it can't be on the site of a former factory, any former factory, well, which kind of narrows the pool. Why is that? Do you know? Because it could be contaminated. The, and yeah, okay, the, yeah, it's, yeah. the budget is way, way too skinny to deal with any sort of contamination. Yeah, okay. So this came up, and it, it, it checked all the boxes, and we were a little bitter, and we got it. And now that it's there, we start to think about this for homeless people. It's walking distance to Sturdy, to Bristol Community College. Mass Hire is going to be—this is across the street. Mass Hire will be across the street, walking distance to Column Health, Manit Health, Literacy Center, Library, YMCA, City Hall, Council on Aging, all within walking distance and on public transportation. It's, it's like we hit the, the lottery with I, that. I would have thought you were the highest bidder based on where it is. So. Well, it was, it was worse than that because the owner had a balloon payment. And because we're a nonprofit, we can't pay until certain other things, like six months before he could see any of our money. And we still got it. Uh, frankly, what happened is the, uh, it was a two-story medical building, and the other people wanted to fix it. And they're beating him up over fixing the air conditioning that leaves in the roof. We we had no intention of using the building. We were, we were going to knock it down. So that that had something to do with it too. Mm-hmm. But there was also some skillful way over my head. Some skillful negotiations. We had mm-hmm. some good partners in this. Yeah.
0: So so things can still get done. All you need to do is be persistent. I'm not done. Yeah.
5: I'm not done. No no no. <laughs> I'll let you know when you're done. When, when you, <laughs> so when you talk and you can't hear <laughs> yourself in your headphones, so, you're done. So yeah. Th- that is clearly what we recognize as the most vulnerable population. These yeah. people have serious issues. They need help to change out of their situation, and this will address that. But what I'm f- thinking is the next most vulnerable pl- population is, is growing faster than any other homeless population statewide, probably here in the city, although I don't have that, is the elderly people who worked their whole lives, did everything the right way, they retired on a fixed income, and the property they live in gets sold, and the rent's doubled, and they're gone. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm learning from food and friends, some of these people are living in their cars. Can you imagine living your whole life and 10 years later after you retire, find yourself living in a car? So I still have the nonprofit in place. I have money in the checking account, believe that stuff. Uh, I have four banks that are interested in this. Uh, NeighborWorks is willing to partner with me on this. We're gonna build low-income housing. Uh, It would probably be, because this is funded a little differently, it has to be a little bigger than the homeless shelter. It would have to be like 60 units. Uh, but I'm confident that we can we can do this very quickly. And a lot of the stuff that I struggled with in the beginning, because we didn't had no organization, that's done. So once once we make all the connections and find a good place, we can do this fairly quickly. Now this this may be more fun because some of the places we've looked at actually had more acreage than we needed. Because this would probably be a fairly large building, three stories, something like that. But some of the places had more more than that. I don't know if this is going to happen, but it's fun to think about. If if we happened to land on a property like that, we could put up starter homes there, two-bedroom homes like you used to be able to buy in the 1950s, and if we do that, there's a couple of models. One is Treehouse in Central Mass where they partner elderly people with young families with foster children, the elderly people could support the families and the families could support the elderly families. The other thing we could do uh, in a couple of these sites, it isn't, hasn't happened, so I don't know if it will, but is we could put a neighborhood geothermal. One drilling spot could provide not only for the whole complex but for the surrounding neighborhood with heating and cooling at very low cost. So We're having fun with this. of going I, on. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't ever know where this is going to go. For sure we'll get the low-income housing. That's, that's for certain, and maybe we'll get some of the Great other frills with it. Great.
0: We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we've got more. Nicola Boy is here. Uh, Bill Guevara is here, and uh, Rep Hawkins talking about just anything that's on our mind. Kobus uh, is on his way back, and I think Jay is going to come in. We'll see who else uh, we get to join us. Uh, you're listening to Kane & Company, uh, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. All righty, you and me on the radio until noontime today, and, of course, we are even adding people. Uh, Rep Hawkins is here. Nick Lavoy, about to be city councilor, is here. And... Um, Next to him is the Honorable Todd Cobus. Good, good morning, Mr. Cobus. Good How morning. It? Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you too. And for you Rep. To, Hawkins. It's and, good for you to see me. I thought so. Yeah. And then Bill Gavay, of course, from the Sun Chronicle. I apologize for the sound of my voice, but it's kept me out of the big time for years. And um, so <laughs> you missed uh, Rep. Hawkins.
10: Uh, oh no, I've 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 been listening in. Oh. How lucky are we to have Rep Hawkins in the city? It is, I mean, we're just incredibly fortunate. Yeah, really
5: true. But yeah, it is. do serve a very valuable function. I can keep Dave in line, make sure not everybody's nice to him. Somebody on the phone. Hello there.
11: Hello? Dave, there's somebody. is Paul Feeney just calling in to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Oh, that's great.
0: Now, listen, I heard some of your show on Thursday. sounded terrific.
11: Oh my God! I don't know how you do it, Dave. That was uh, it, it was quite possibly a train wreck, but I had some fun doing it. No, no, no!
0: It, was, it went great, and you got able to plug all the stuff you did. It was terrific. I I was going to invite you in to be here, but I can never get a hold of you fast enough. Uh, we got to get a hold of one of your people's numbers or something. I have your cell, but by the time I, you but, get it, you know.
11: I, listen I'd be in there today but I'm actually sitting in my car at the parking lot of renta outlets doing last minute shopping so oh did you, you get, know, get my... it out all
0: right good did, did you get my list of uh, sizes
11: Yeah I got a new uh Mickey Mouse sweatshirt I oh think good you thank you very much <laughs> good all right yeah he so, said
5: you're you're a day ahead of me I thought we had still tomorrow we could do Christmas shopping I haven't done any yet. Oh yeah, but you don't have any friends. Doesn't matter.
11: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Well, hey, Senator no, no. Bill, Bill Gavir just make sure you get Laura something special.
11: Bill, I, I don't know if you heard the show the other day. I referred to her as Saint Laura. Uh, she, <laughs> she is going straight to heaven after dealing with my ridiculousness. So that's. Uh, I'm out here today. I'm I'm, I'm hoping she's not listening because you know she'll say you do this every year. What is wrong with you? Well, you. Well, you, I appreciate
0: yeah, well, you that. know that she's not listening to my show, I mean, and nobody oh, she listens she's to this <laughs> show. So.
11: She loves your show, Dave. Every Saturday, this is what we wake up to. We have a cup of coffee. We listen to Dave Kane.
0: Oh, God bless you. That's great. Thank you so much. All right, Senator. Happy New Year and all that jazz, too.
11: Happy Holidays. Happy New Year to everybody in studio. you got a great uh, group of public officials and, of course, Bill Gavea, who uh, is the absolute best. So, Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll see you guys soon.
0: Thank you, Senator. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Now. Merry Christmas, Paul. Here. Now, I, um, I want to I mention something. This is said this on the air before, I think. <laughs> well one day I was uh, <coughs> I was at home, I was working, and I got a, a text and I picked up my phone and I said, gee, that looks like La Salette. And I hit the text and, and it was a text from Senator Feeney who was at La Salette. He said, I just want to let you know I went in and said a pra- prayer for your son. And showed me oh a nice. picture. I mean that was really Really nice to get that in the middle of nowhere. The guy's got nothing else to do. I realize he just drives Mm -hmm. around with nothing else to do. (laughs) But to to get that was very touching, and I thank him for it again. So there. Go ahead now. Let me see you follow that one, (laughs) Colbus.
10: We have some wonderful officials in in the city, and just listening to – the lengths that Rep Hawkins had to go through to get this homeless shelter uh, built here in the city and um, against um, insurmountable odds was, I mean, I mean, that's, that's incredible. And, and, and then hearing the stories about Christmas is for kids and and all of that year after year. I mean, it's incredible. Um, I mean, and then talk about miracles. I mean, Bill Gouvet is wearing the twenty-eight to three sweatshirt there. I mean, that's uh, oh, <laughs> with right. the Patriots. So, I mean, that's a, been, another it's been, miracle. It's been a long season, Todd. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, we don't.
2: <laughs> 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 now, anyway,
0: now what's going on in Todd Gove's room?
10: I uh, know you—you've uh, got um, Nick Lavoy coming on. Absolutely. So uh, you, we have a few new counselors coming in, and mm-hmm. um, for for me. I have sort of three goals for for the for the new uh, session. Um, for for Ward Three, my biggest thing is is Lindsey Street. making sure Lindsey Street gets uh, the water main replaced and, and repaved. We just approved the funding for that, but it's 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 been a long time coming, and so that's that's one of my sort of main focuses for Ward Three. The other thing is if we go another session without having a plan for the senior center um, one way or another. We, we need to come up with a plan for, for what we intend to do with that, whether we invest money into the existing structure, we come up with a plan to for a new building. We can't get to the end of this session without having a, a coherent plan, in my opinion. Um, and then the other thing with, three new counselors coming in Um, as a whole we need to get through this session without screwing up and and we need to make sure that everybody um, we've lost a lot of institutional knowledge and and so so we need to sort of make sure that everybody learns everybody sort of grows we can't sort of go Forty-five days without approving the the budget and, and make uh, mis- we can't make silly silly mistakes. Um, it's it's weird to think that that I'm all of a sudden one of the the, the senior counselors. Like I, I feel like I I was just elected for the first time just recently. Right. Um, but it's. Um, uh, and there's 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 a lot of weight with that, and um, that's, that's something that I really hadn't thought about until you just said it. Where you know you get a
0: new city council, and you say, "Oh well, they'll learn, pick it up as they go." But you've got three new people coming in, mm-hmm. and that's and and a lot of the knowledge going it's gone. On. On.
10: Yeah, um, it, it, one of the th- so I've disagreed a lot with Councillor Blair, and it's I'm I'm really sad to see him. Go and it's it, it's. I really appreciated having him on the counselor, uh, I on the council. Yeah, um, and it's it, it, it's. I'm really sad to, to see him go because, regardless of how much sometimes we disagreed on on certain issues, he was very consistent with the things that he supported. He he was. He was always supportive of police and fire. He was always supportive of the seniors. He was always very supportive of the east side, and and I'm supportive of a lot of those things, um, things as well. But like when it came to when I was writing the marijuana ordinances, he was dead set against that, and like and and I respect that. And it was always I I always appreciated that he was. Resp- he represented the people he represented, and they had a a consistent vote on the council, and and I, I I appreciate that. I I believe that those people, for democracy's sake, deserve a vote. And who replaced him? I I'm not sure exactly. And it's. Well, what what is it? It. What's that? Well, he was an at-large councilor. Oh, at-large. well, yeah. okay. So okay. All right. Okay. And it's it, it's funny, it, it, Bill. You you brought up a, a great point earlier today you said in your head what's more important to sort of vote to represent people or to vote what you think is best and I've always sort of believed what you believe that you should vote what you believe is best as opposed to voting to represent the people you represent because in my mind you're the one doing the research and sort of you're the ones in the weeds more than the general public so i i, I think you should vote for what you think is I right i
5: add to that certainly from my perspective is it's better if somebody's against you <clears throat> and if if mm-hmm. it's that sch- chasm between what you what the people want and what you think is right and if, or if it's somebody who's in favor of something, somebody who's against it, when you come up with an answer, it's a good one. If it was all one-sided and everybody's just a rubber stamp, some things would go through that you might afterwards say, geez, we didn't think of that. I mean, right. certainly we deal with that at the state level. Things, people don't agree on stuff. Well, that's the way it should be. That's the oh, way great. the system yeah. is supposed to work. And then when you come out with a product at the end, it's done right because everybody's had a say in it. Be, it makes it, it take longer. It makes it messier, but the, it's it's worth doing it that way. But there's representation,
2: right? And and that's and that's the you're absolutely right, Representative. That's the way it should be. If the goal is to get to a good solution, mm-hmm. if the goal is only to win for your side or the other side, and that's what's happened too often lately in politics, is that mm-hmm. it's not important that we come to a compromise. It's, it's important that I win or that the other person wins. And that's what's been lost. And that's what I think you guys, the people in this room, represent is the ability to, to talk, to have a position, to state it forcefully, but to be open to listen. And mm-hmm. if somebody has an idea that can improve your idea, well, that's great. You know, work towards it. But we've got to get rid of this everybody's got to have it their way or the highway right. you know, mindset because that's what's costing us. Yeah, and and if
10: somebody has a better idea and, and I change my mind because I I get more new information then then I change my mind and that's that's how people grow and uh, and I think it's important to be open to that and and um, but it, it's only, and I think in losing counselor Blair I think we've lost a little bit of that and it, and it's I I think that's I mean I I respect the the he left, but it, it, it's,
2: it's sad to see him go, um, as much as we've disagreed at times. it's going to be a hard time, because what you lose, it's it not just the institutional knowledge of the city and everything. It's the knowledge that there's a lot of complicated things on in, in, in the city council. Mm-hmm. What you do in committee, what a committee can do to stall if you want to get more time, the parliamentary procedure that mm-hmm. goes on, that's not something that everybody comes in. Knowing all the little details—that's a—that's a learned thing. And same with representative because you learn that in the legislature mm-hmm. and and all those things. The only way you really get to know those is to live them and to do them. So that, there'll be a learning curve for Nick and and Pam and and the other yeah. counselors that that come in. It's uh, it it's going to be a, a, interesting. It mm-hmm. at the same time,
10: it is great to have a fresh set of eyes and, and some new ideas and stuff like that. And uh, I know I sat down with. Uh, Pam the other day was, was talking to her, and, and she's like, "Why, why is the license committee going out and counting cars?" And, and she was, you know, challenging some of the things that we've been doing for years and years. And, I, and she's right. Like, and so a fresh set of eyes is also good as well. So
5: it's democracy's working here in Attarow. So why? Okay. So I'm thinking the, it, in my situation, the thing <laughs> most recent was the supplemental budget, and I'll admit I'm saying why can't we were there till one o'clock. So we we debated it to pieces. We were there till one o'clock in the morning and left without voting on it, and I'm, I'm eager to do it. I mean, why, why can't we just do it? But the thing that comes out of a value from that is the Senate should not be a rubber stamp of what the House does. And the Republicans should not just say, oh, okay, and be a rubber stamp for what the Democrats. There was like a four-way division of, of, of uh, uh, ideas on that. Mm-hmm. So it took like a week longer. But that's the way it's supposed, to. it was $4 billion. Don't you think we should have talked that to death? And Sherp's be right before we pass it. So it was, it was hard, everybody was on us, there was things in the newspaper about what are they doing, why are they taking so long, they can't get their stuff done. That's the way it's supposed to work.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: It's supposed to be a, a difference of opinion, and you come and when you finally do it, it's done right. And that happened with the SUP. When it, when it came out, it was it was a good piece of work, a good piece of legislation. Yeah, but the, but the leadership needs to be more transparent. It needs to be done better. It, it was a horrible no, show that got put on. No, was, no, I just, yes, it was. It was a horrible, no, was horrible not. show that it got put on. It was four billion dollars, and the difference was in whether how this money should be spent on the on the housing. It was in conference committee, which is by the rules. They never talk. We never know what's going on in conference committee. I don't. I don't think that was bad at all. Uh, if if they took a couple of extra weeks to decide how to spend four billion dollars, it's all all good. More than it. a couple of weeks. <laughs> it, it was. It was. It was a terrible show
2: by a, the leadership. And, and it happens when when both sides are in leadership. That that the institution there
5: needs to be fixed. It's it's horribly gone wrong. I I don't. I, I see that as, as a as a good thing. These things should be hard to decide on. If I respect I, your opinion. If 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 I'm if I'm spending a hundred dollars, I think about that hard, and I might not just do it like a knee jerk reaction. Mm. Uh, uh, that, and that's a supplemental budget. And I think the difference is usually those are. are not an issue because it's just adjustments (coughs) to things that have happened since the original budget was passed. I don't think the words knee jerk and Massachusetts legislature have been used combined. uh, I think uh, there's a misunderstanding because what we Mm -hmm. do is we spend how many billions of dollars every year? It should be a a thoughtful process that goes Mm -hmm. through a committee. It's vetted backwards and forwards. Even the simplest of bills go through a process of like five or six different steps. And it becomes law. We're not the executive side. It becomes law. It's permanent once we do it. It should be well thought out, well argued, well debated. It should take a while, and mm-hmm. it should. And every step along the way is very transparent. All our votes, all our committee votes, everything is very, very public. The moment we do it, it's public. Uh, I, I can't. I, I support the way it works.
2: Would you favor the open meeting law applying to the legislature?
5: Our 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 sessions are public. Are publicly available. Real time, on the internet, and they're archived so you can see them. That's not the an next answer, day.
2: representative. That's not an answer. Would you support the 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 openness of and the open meeting law being part of the state legislature?
5: Do you mean that we can't talk to each other? I mean being? that you
2: have to post me. No, of course you can talk to each other. Uh-huh. But the, the open meeting law. It, what meetings
5: it, are not public? The hearings are. The hearings are public. The public is welcome to participate in it. Uh, everything is is available online and. Uh, archived, uh, live streamed, and archived, so you can see everything that happened. That is pretty open. I I would disagree, but well, what's not? What are you not seeing?
0: Well, he can't tell you right now because i got to get to the <laughs> top of
5: the hour. <laughs> what,
0: so, what are you not seeing? <clears throat> is that, uh, we're, what uh, we are you not seeing? I don't get it. Uh, we'll see what we'll find out. S- <laughs> stay tuned, and you'll. <clears throat> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Final hour, canning Company for today. Lots of people on today. I want to say good morning, good morning to all police and fire personnel, civil servants, healthcare employees, and good old number 41. All right, all right, yeah, all right. So, so hold on, hold on a minute. Yeah, you. you. Of, uh, what was that? Public safety. Opinions. Hold on a second. Let me get your mic on. First. All right. What were you going to say, Todd? I, I was going to ask
10: over under more people in the studio today or listening?
0: <laughs> oh no 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 no! It's no contest. In, in, right more now in the studio, right now there are more people
5: in the studio than fair people. enough. You, you you, know you, I, what, what is it you want? Tra- travel around, going to different events on the weekends yes. and stuff. And the, the organization that I totally totally caught my eye was the Attleboro Police Association. Tell me about it. They weren't the only ones, but with no hesitation, when the freezer broke for Hebron Food Pantry, they came up with a check for five thousand dollars, which would cover the entire loss. Yes. PFFM contributed also, so did Sturdy Hospital. so did Empty Bowls. But that's not all they did. They have their stuffer cruiser, uh, they had a food drive. Um, I don't even, they had like five or six different fundraisers going on for Christmases for Kids yeah, and, and other yeah. organizations in the city. I think they were working like, and these, these are people that work shifts. And they had people at all of these events putting on one after the other, sometimes two at a time to, to donate money to the so the organizations that need it in the city for the holidays, uh, and if that isn't the Christmas spirit.
0: Uh, it really is, and, and uh, in case I, you just joined us. And they're this. not alone.
5: It's not just them, but I was just wowed by how many different events they're putting on and, and how they come out. And I, if they're there in the daytime, that means they probably worked overnight and they're they're volunteering to, for Suffolk Cruise and all the other things. Excellent. Excellent. We really appreciate it. Well, uh, that was Rep Hawkins, in case you've joined
0: us. Um, Counselor Todd Kobus with the Honorable, sorry. The Honorable Todd Corbis. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, the newbie about to be, January 2nd, Nick Lavoie. Nick, what made you want to do politics? I'm sure I asked you that the first time we met.
9: But. I only know because I used to run a show here. <laughs> uh-huh. <Yeah. laughs> but, uh huh, yeah. But what made me want to do it? Well, I mean, I ran five years ago, and um, I never. Since When I lost, I never was disinterested in it. I always just kind of watched it. Well, what
0: made you want to run to
9: begin with the first time? <sighs> uh, I, at the time, especially, there was not a lot of younger counselors. So, you know, I, I thought a healthy system of checks and balances should represent every age group, you know, every bracket of people. Um, so I thought some young ideas, new perspectives was, you know— Beneficial to the city and the government as a whole. So that's why I ran five years ago. Uh, I still believe in that. I contemplated running the special election, but I, I, I waited. I was um, planning a wedding, things like that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, obviously Jonathan won a, a year younger than myself. And I thought, you know what, maybe I'll, I'll give a, a good go at it in uh, November. And, you know, then we have two younger guys. So everything seemed to align the way like I could envision it. Mm. Threw my name in there and uh, pushed hard for myself
0: and. Uh, and Todd, uh, you're you, you older now. These young punks <laughs> that you <got>, you he <laughs> elected. Oh, I so mean, it's crazy. really something.
10: No, no, I I'm excited to have uh, some young energy on the council and some some fresh ideas and it it, it should be it should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm excited and. Nick and I sat down the other day and talked talked talk through some stuff. He's uh, energetic and ready to go. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what this new council brings to the table. It's, it, should, it, it should be fun. It should be an exciting term.
0: I want to uh, by the way, thank uh, Bill Guva for uh, he'd be shot out during the news, but thanks so much for Bill for coming in and, and um, bringing in what he did. Really cool. Uh, on, a, on a kind of a Christmasy last day, so you are excited about you are mm-hmm. lamenting well not lamenting you lamenting, but uh, it's about about we've lost some
10: institutional yeah. knowledge, but it's right. but that's
0: the way democracy works uh-huh. and then um, now you got the younger people coming in and or yeah. the new, we should say the newer, newer people because yeah. they're they're all ages but newer people coming yeah. in yeah, and so that's that's good for all of us
10: right absolutely yeah, yeah. it's it, it, it it should be interesting, and, and the other thing is with uh, Councilor Conti leaving, and he was the finance chair, and so there was a lot of institutional knowledge there that that we'll be losing, and um, and so it, it'll be it, it, it'll be interesting to see. It, it, it's it's a shame to see him go as well, um, and, and that institutional knowledge, and and mm. um, one of the things that we passed right before he left was. Um, we approved something that he was advocating for for a long time, which was creating an account, a, a capital improvements account within the city, um, which was something that he had been advocating for with the administration for years and years. Um, so finally, on his way out, um, the administration sent that down and, and we we approved that on his way out. So that was that was great. So now there's a separate line item in the budget for capital improvement that we can Put funds in there, um, so that's that's great.
0: That's gonna be good too. Okay. Did you have something you wanted to chime in about today? In addition to what you, I mean, in addition to what you've already done,
5: I miss Peter Blair as well. Although I don't work with the city council yeah, too much, yeah. but he's he's a neighbor, and okay. uh, yeah. okay, and and probably politically very different than me, but mm-hmm. a good a good friend mm-hmm. and, and a good person. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think as a city, we're lucky to have had him participate actively for so long. Mm-hmm. I and mean, he is a good friend. I hope. I hope. I th- I like to run into him. He's out walking his little dog. So I'm, I'm looking forward to still seeing him after he's retired.
0: Well, he You've got a little, kind of a little dog. What little dog is
5: it? <laughs> one of these things. Oh, <laughs> one of these things. For those of you
0: watching on camera, you can see. Well, people, are watching, people who are it?
5: watching can't see your Christmas pajamas that I you're wear. wearing. I think, so there we I know. go. Well,
0: that's it. And so— and so
5: that's what you're going to miss
0: working No, with. no, just I'm going to, no, no. Right. no, no we, yeah, I know. Yeah, I,
5: <laughs> I, I understand. It's, it's, a, it's a friendly relationship. Uh, I'm not uh, involved uh, in the uh, things that he's voting on and advocating yeah, for. Okay, all right. But I, I, enjoy, I enjoy him as a person. Okay,
0: I'm going to ask you all a question. <laughs> Favorite Christmas memory from your own childhood or having the kids or? Something it just comes to you to, oh, you think of christmas or hear music hear a spirit and song whatever
10: i i i think it's it has to be um opening presents with uh with my my kids okay. and yeah. christmas mornings with my kids okay. and having yeah. the kids come down down the stairs yeah. so yeah that's, yeah. The, the that's, big thrill that's easy for yeah.
0: And I know you like to leave the leave the price on them so they, they'll appreciate Always. what you yeah, spend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, how about you, Rob?
5: Geez, I'm thinking I got like seventy some of the Christmases to think about. I'm I'm still working on that. Okay.
9: Nick, you got one? <sighs> that's that's tough. Um well, I would say maybe just as a whole, more of the past years when your family's more together. You know, before everyone kinda of moves away, stuff like that, so I definitely reminisce back on the years where, you know, I still had my grandmother and, and it was, you know, all the aunts and everyone before they moved away. It was just, a you know, Christmas was a huge ordeal and it was like an all day thing. And uh, I still have that somewhat, but obviously now I'm married. I drive three hours to Connecticut on Christmas Eve and then I come back here and I do a Christmas here. So uh, I would say reminiscing more on the, the childhood part. And, and obviously that'll change when I have kids of my own. I'm, lo- mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that because I do enjoy, uh, my goddaughter and my nephew opening their gifts, mm. so I thoroughly enjoy watching them open the gifts yeah. I get them on birthdays and Christmas, but yeah, definitely I would say yeah. yeah. everything
0: Christmas. changes in your life when you have a child, when your whole world just
1: changes.
10: Yeah, and I, actually, I, I think I'll change that to uh, decorating the tree each year, and yeah. in, in each year I think it gets better, so I mean... Th- We'll say this year was was probably the best, but like each year, I think it, it gets better and better because there's...
5: I want to we, know about your tree. Do you have some technology on the tree? Like no, uh, no, do different no. Things? It's, voice it's voice activated basic. angel <laughs> on the top. But
10: um, my mother, we we get new ornaments every year with with our names on it in the year yeah. and stuff. My mother buys us some ornaments, um, none, whatever. But like no technology. Not really. No, but like. So but the kids sort of go through and and they look at the the ornaments and and my my son jokes about the you know 0708 were the best two years because those were the years that he was the only, the only child <laughs> around and Smart. but it's they they go through all the ornaments and and I don't know it's it's just it's really nice to with the christmas carols on and to decorate the tree and just kind of go through all the the ornaments and I have ornaments from when when I was uh, <clears throat> Uh, like super, yeah. Like when I was a, a, a yep. kid and stuff like that, yep. and my yep. first Christmas, and ornaments from then, and um, ornaments from, from my grandparents and stuff like that. My grandfather was from Russia, and there's some old Russian ornaments oh, and stuff wow. like that, and it, it's so like just it, it's. It's it's really it's just to talk about all the ornaments and where this one come from and where that one come from and they all have where did they the live and they yeah. had this yeah. and yeah, yeah. that's a good point <laughs> and, and each of the ornaments now have like the names of everybody and the name of the like the dog on it and stuff like that and it's it's nice
1: mm-hmm.
9: yeah that's like similar my wife's big thing is. Wherever we go, wherever we travel, it's a magnet and an ornament. Yep. So oh, yeah. Same thing. An ornament
10: ornaments. for like every time we go to like a different country, we'll get an yep. ornament from that country and stuff like that. So there's ornaments from all over the world and stuff. Yep. Do you have little
0: yeah. chips of mountain on, on, on <laughs> hanging the tree?
10: No, but no, but. Uh...
0: I look at some of the pictures you post. It's it's fun. About your kid hanging off the side of a mountain. I would never. <laughs> 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 I did my eyes a joke. Look at
2: this.
10: Oh because. no no! My wife says if 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 he falls you fall. <laughs> what? If he falls you fall. He's already got his hands yeah. on. I'm ready to throw. Oh, yeah, him. Exactly. Well, oh, that's amazing. It's stunning. I mean, but my, my hands are still cut up from. I bet. But he'll,
0: he'll he'll look back on this and remember the times oh, yeah. father endangered in life. Yeah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's really cool. Uh, we're feeling really good about Christmas in general and. Uh, I mean, I like to think that this is how
10: people really are. I, by the way, this this morning, uh, so we have everybody coming to our house um, this year. It's my, my wife's family is coming and we're hosting at the house. And so we were cleaning and um, getting ready and stuff like that. And uh, I said to my wife, I was like, oh, you hear that? And she said, she said, what? I was like, uh, Dave Kane's calling. I've, I've got to run. <laughs> <It's>... oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's <sounds> nice. Like...
0: <clears throat> All righty. Well, uh, we are just in time to um, uh, hear the uh, Tata farewell from Rep Hawkins. Uh, so, where, where are you going? You so, so, really, so
5: many where to are you eat because I ate all the food you got here. I, I know. It. Well, you food I you. But what I didn't mention, we were just talking about while you were doing your commercial break, is uh, we didn't mention Dennis Walsh's retirement. Which, oh, yeah. Which is, yeah, absolutely. Which just happened. Um, and I, th- I think Dennis is so humble, he does never want to be in the spotlight, and so nobody knows it. what he did, but he's a very competent manager. Uh, he ran a really uh, well-run department, and I think the people stayed with him working because they know exactly what they're doing, and they're respected for what they do. Taking out the trash is just as important as anything else in the organization. Everybody mm-hmm. in that organization feels respected. He's got a loyal band of volunteers, and that shows in the facilities across the city that they're very well-maintained, but there's also the side to him in its in, in in the organization he's the ref- organizations reflection of him that they take care of the kids in the neighborhood and that's a neighborhood where there's a lot of families that, that need that kind of support and he he they know them all they mm-hmm. take care of them all um, I, th- I think he's—I uh, I say we'll, we'll miss him as the director of of, of Parks and Recreation, but I think he's set the stage, so that'll continue as he's retired. The whole organization understands, does things that way. This is He's created some momentum that I think we'll carry forward and wish him the best in retirement. His party was yesterday at the recreation center, and there was a gazillion people there to, to wow. wish him well. Wow. It was. It's, I, I hate to see him go because— I like him. He's like you. I can give him a hard time. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. and get away with it. But uh, no, that um, was a, a real Christmas event. So
0: great, great.
5: Yeah, no, it's oh. and was
10: saw him at Morin's and was was hanging out with him last night for for a while and talking to him. And it and not only Parks at Rec, he stepped in as the Council on Aging superintendent. Did you for see the while, article late. in the
5: paper. He talked. He, there was a long yeah. list of everybody like, else it, that he talked about, except himself. Yeah, it's all it's, the volunteers, it, incredibly all the employees, all, everything that every one of them did nothing about what he had done. Mm.
10: Yeah, mm. no, it's if it, everything I always hear is you know if ever there was somebody that sh, like people always talk about him potentially stepping up for to run for mayor and stuff like that, like he would. Anyway, um, <laughs> he, he's awesome. Anyway,
5: right. I've I've got to go. Okay, See, well, thank if you. If you had more Morgan's food, I'd stay. And, stay I, just, longer. I know how right. you are, I and know. I feel underdressed because I'm not wearing Christmas pajamas. Like listen, either,
0: I told right. you i do doing my best. I'll right. get All you a right. pair for no, next thank year. You, thank, thank you. you. are thank wearing uh, the,
10: the the new Crocs,
2: though. Crocs. Oh, oh my Crocs. God! With the fur? I never
9: I never noticed what people are wearing on their feet. I know. Here I am. I wore dress oh, shoes. Yeah. I knew I shouldn't have. I get gray Crocs. Could have been well thank, well, thank you very much. Good to
0: see you, Good to see you,
5: uh, Todd. Yeah. All right,
0: I still you. Don't forget to slam the door when you go. Uh, like everybody who leaves the studio, they have to slam the door like good good the previous you, mayor. <laughs> good. Thank you, sir. Merry Christmas. Thank you very much.
10: <laughs> God bless you. Bye-bye.
0: Uh, you're giving me a wonderful send-off.
10: How fortunate are we to to have a, a <clears throat> state rep like like him? Yeah, observing. I mean, he's a really
0: hard worker. And, and, and I mean constantly doing something and, yeah. and has his fingers in all of these different pies it's it's really <laughs> all of you guys I mean and, and women all of them have done wonderful work
10: and and his support st- uh Tara Major who who works for him as uh yeah is phenomenal as well um yeah he's well, it, terror, it's incredible. Yeah.
0: gets <laughs> on my nerves a little bit, but other than that, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's perfect. really true. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it, it's really great. So, I have
9: that feeling. I don't know if you saw in the chronicle when we did like the candidate breakdowns. I touted him as like you know my, it's like the was it favorite or something like that or living politician, and you know I selected him, and obviously people on certain sides of that are like, oh, why'd you do that? Excuse me, selected selected who? Uh Rep Hawkins, Oh, okay. so it's like yeah, uh, yeah. you know, like so our politician you you look up to. I forget how they were to the question on the on the questionnaire now, but <clears throat> yeah, yeah why well, I selected him because I think he does a good job at, at hearing everybody. And when you have something that you want done, he'll listen. And so I years ago I reached out to him about um, rodenticides and what they do to birds of prey and other predators and he heard me out he started listening to me a bit and he was like yeah let me look into it and before i knew it it was you know on the on the house floor and it's making its way up through and you know it's it's just cool to see something where you reach out to a politician and and they start getting things done and i think that is what a politician should be right so you know it's no different than like a constituent reaching out and you're yeah let me look into it and then before you know it it's becoming a thing because other people realize a problem um and for those that don't know kind of what i'm talking about uh, it's, you know, poisons for rats and pests that allows a rat to leave the home and die. Well, they leave the home inebriated from the toxins and a bird of prey, an eagle, hawk, owl. Oh, that's an easy kill. And they grab it and they eat it. And in effect, you're poisoning a bird of prey. Mm. Obviously, far lower numbers than a rat or mouse or whatever. Um, and it's decimating birds of prey, foxes, coyotes, things like that. Which have a beneficial impact on the environment. So the ban would be to restrict to things that don't allow them to leave the home.
0: And, there's some, that's, that, and that's something that I something that I wouldn't. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Oh no. You know, I was just trying to have a nice talk with people, not being interrupted, not be treated like you know.
12: Good morning, everyone. How are we doing? <laughs>
0: here comes Jay. <laughs> Delisio, I just want to finish this and point it. After hearing this about the the mouse and, and the birds of prey, <laughs> I never thought of that in my life until it was brought up by, uh, by well, Hawkins. Mm-hmm. I had gotten mm-hmm. it from terrific, very good. Now, Mr. Delisio, stop touching the microphone. You're banging around on the air. People don't know what you're doing. The mayor kept going when she was talking people don't know. People think there's somebody trying to get in the room. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Stop it. <laughs> oh. Good morning, Mr. Delicio. My hands are in the air. Yeah. Good How morning. How are you doing, buddy? Are Good, good. I just
12: waited in the parking lot until Hawk left. Oh, don't oh, know. Yeah, oh, I'm like, goodness. all right, he's yeah, gone. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, exactly. You know, I've seen too much of him. We had coffee yesterday for our monthly meeting, you know.
0: Oh, that must be a long or, or the old... Well,
12: he, he kept talking about how some pain-in-the-neck guy kept talking to him about rodettes, that size I know. And, it you <laughs> know? <laughs> I know.
0: And he said, look, I, so I put a bill in to shut the kid up. Oh, right. Now he's taking credit for it. Yeah, him. I know. Now, he wants to, yeah. now he's in
9: government. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, just terrible.
0: Yeah. Um, Merry the, Christmas, buddy. <laughs> same to you. Thanks, Thanks for coming in. Gentlemen, good to see you. What's happening?
12: What's happening with you? Uh, nothing. Just kind of... Wrapping up the year, getting ready for the uh, new term with Mr. Lavoy and uh, the two new counselors. And, yeah, yeah. You know, Mon- now you've my met Pam. T- you've met Pam. Yep, right? we and, uh, and had um, coffee last week.
0: I know Laurie. Right? Yep, Laurie, right? yep. So everybody's cool.
12: Everybody's cool. It's going to yeah, be a great yeah, term. Yeah. a lot of work to do, but uh, it's going to be a good term.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's, it's a big shakeup, really, when you think about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're going to um, they're going to swear in the honorable members of the city council, and the other two people. And uh, and that'll be good. I can't wait Well, for that. I'd
12: rather get one in that one at, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, because you're good.
0: used to it by now. <laughs> I am. Yeah. What are you hoping for for the new year? I mean, more specifically than just general stuff.
12: Uh, the new term in general? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. so I think it's going to be, uh, there's going to be some ramp up periods, but I've had open and honest conversations with the new counselors. I'm going to be meeting with Laurie Sawyer next week. And just, you know, just um, there's a lot going on. And I think we, we've got the city moving in the right direction. And we just have to continue to um, move that forward. We're losing a lot of institutional knowledge with Rick and Rick Conti yeah, and yeah. Peter Blair not coming back and the impact that Kelly Bennett had in just two years. Uh, was was impressive, so I, I think it 'll be just kind of ramping up in the first month and then uh, really continuing to move the city forward
0: mm-hmm. and so you think we 're going to be well we 're going to be able to get more counselors on the air with me too a couple well, it depends on what
12: your you. antics well, <laughs> what, 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 my antics what you know. i 'm just kidding you i couldn 't get Blair there.
0: on and i couldn 't get Conti on ever so that i 'm two down that one done. Well, because we, I want
12: people you've to You've already know. got one of the new guys right here. So yeah, we got, got the here, and, and she brought cat, cookies. She's yeah. well, batting, those batting, batting those pretty well. Girls. There you go. Yeah, so you're to have some of those. So you're already batting
9: uh, <clears> one. Yeah, <laughs> he he's one. he's batting is good, the Dodgers might be calling. They're buying everyone. Yeah, they're, they're buying never, everyone at, right now. They might yeah. be in good
0: shape. And so, I mean, it's very positive, isn't it, the whole feeling within the within the city
12: what's going on? And it should be. It should be, you know. I mean, we're not a perfect city. But when I look at other cities across the Commonwealth and even across the uh, the, the country right now, I think we're in good in, in good position. We have uh, we're coming off a term where there was really no major turmoil or um, politics with people undercutting each other, and you know I think the council over the last several terms have done a nice job of being pretty co- cohesive, which has really helped to get the business of the city done, and, and that's really mm-hmm. what our priority is: making sure that we're accessible, making sure we're making the best decisions because. Every vote we take today, well, not today because it's Saturday. And we, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just before you. One it, says, exactly. I, I would
10: never do that. No.
12: That's that's not true, and that's that why I like true. coming yes. on here.
10: Excellent job preempting. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. No, I got you back. Yeah. <laughs>
12: that's why we're powerhouse. Yes. That's because I listen yeah. to my guests. Oh. I listen. Oh, all right. So I when they show up, I can jump yeah. on Jump them. right on them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, so every vote we take, now impacts the city 5, 10, 15 years down the line. And and that's something that I know we take seriously on the council, and I think that if I could impress anything on the new councilors, it would be just that is, you know, a lot of the votes we take, how is that going to impact the city down the line? Luckily, with the ordinances, you're able to move the, um, you know, the the revised ordinances of the city of Attleboro for a reason. You can always take a second look. You can always try to amend it and figure out where we could do a little bit better.
0: Mm, Good. And um, so, you think you were all in good shape so far?
12: So far, so good. Yeah, so far, so good. I'm ex- uh, I'm really excited about the new term. I think the new three councilors are going to bring a lot to the table, and I'm looking forward to working with them all. Yeah.
10: Now, optimistic. You yep. got to, very optimistic. Uh, have
0: you got what do you got in your uh, in your quiver though that you'd like to? Hoping you're going to be able to get done, maybe something new or present something new. Anything? How about the new guy? You got anything particular you're going to just? Wait until you get get settled <laughs> in. No, I mean I
9: just uh, I you know obviously I have ideas, but my my big thing is just really ensuring that I can help local businesses in any way that I can. So I just try to get around and support them right now, buying there and then just talking to them and see what they need from the city. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know that I have like a set. You know, this is what I'm, I'm coming in with. I just think that as a whole, I just want to be more of a voice for local businesses and small businesses and, and just ensuring that the city's doing everything on their end to support them. And, and I want them to be heard and, and not just see, be seen as like a revenue stream. It's
0: interesting because, um, Todd, we've kind of had this conversation before mm-hmm. too, where people say, you know, we've all been brought up to think, well, he owns a restaurant, he must be loaded. Well, he owns right. Oh, he's oh right, he's right. got the liquor store, and he my boy boy he has a that must be. A, and when I was a kid, I remember one of my friends' fathers owned a candy store, and I thought, oh boy, he gets to have all the candy you want. Or, and that yeah. kind of concept still lingers somehow, and we think that if we we tax the businesses, well, that's it. I'm I'm off the hook, not realizing that the businesses are going to have to raise funds and whatever
10: to do that from you. The per- right, right. Sure. No, and, and that's, <clears throat> it's it's not the case that, especially these small businesses are, are very much struggling. Um, yeah, no, it, it, I definitely respect that.
12: Especially coming out of the pandemic. And, you know, I've been uh, supporting <laughs> small businesses and locally owned businesses since before I was on the council. And, you know, it, it takes a mix, it takes a mix. You need the local owned business. You need the franchises to come in. But it's the mom and pops that are struggling, and we do. We think a lot about, you're right, there's this conception that, like, these businesses are loaded, and, yeah. and they're not because yeah. they have a service to provide, whether it's a restaurant, a dry cleaner, whatever it might be. But as the costs of doing business goes up, and that could be, like you said, increased taxes, that's going to get passed on some way, somehow. <coughs> whether it's, you know, they're going to leave the city, which has happened, or whether they're just going to increase their prices, which is going to impact the consumer. So mm-hmm. I think it's got to be fair. It's got to be equitable. Um, but I think we've made some good strides. We'll continue. I love Nick's passion. Um, you know, looking forward to shoulder to shoulder with you on this issue. It's really near and dear to my heart. But, is it, it, okay.
10: but more so like the the small brick-and-mortar mom-and-pop mm-hmm. shops yeah. are just getting squeezed out by the, the larger, the Amazons, the mm-hmm. these yeah. Internet companies. Um, They're just squeezing out the the local businesses that just can't compete. So I've got a challenge.
12: So back in 2011, I I stumbled upon, and I don't even know if there's a grassroots effort called the uh, the 350 Project, and it's you take three businesses you would hate to see leave your city, and you spend $50 a month amongst those three businesses. I like that. It's a total of $50 a month amongst three businesses that you would hate to see leave this community, And you'd be amazed as more and more people do that, you're going to see that that the uh, spirit of the local supporting local will continue to grow. It's cool Uh, because the
0: balance is interesting because (laughs) when it comes to taxes, I'm sure you guys must be doing this. I mean, where you try to balance between business and homeowners and and it's a real stress for you guys. Mm
12: It really is, and, you know, without getting too terribly deep into it, because the tax classification is very complex. Todd and I, Mm -hmm. I think this is one of the few places that you and I generally don't um, agree on. Yeah. We're pretty, you know, but that's where we figure out, here's the tax levy, the money that needs to be raised, who's going to bear the burden? And right now it's, you know, one35 1.36, uh, one, I think. 1.36, I think. Yeah, it's 1.36, which means the businesses are paying 36% more than the homeowners. And I've always argued that's a tough ask on the businesses because they don't use the amount of city services that everybody else uses. They don't have that money coming in either. Yeah, they don't have kids in school. They don't a lot of time use a trash pickup. They use their own trash pickup or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be fair. It's got to be equitable. Personally, in my own mindset, I think that the concept of a split tax rate is unfair. Um, but I get it. You know, when it came into effect in the 1970s, that's when we had all these big businesses that Adelbar relied on moving out. You had Balfour. You had TR, Texas Instruments. So I think the more we swing towards, because you can only raise it to one5 and the more in the closer we get there that's more of a burden that's going on the taxpayers which and if all of a sudden you know we have another covid and businesses don't reopen or businesses move out that levy still needs to be addressed which means the residents taxes are going to go up so yeah. there's the balance right there and it's a struggle
0: hmm. and so
10: these it guys goes got on. like
12: softball questions you know like what's your favorite <laughs> christmas memory
10: and you know <laughs> Well, no, no, that, I'm just that, kidding, Dave. No, that and that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that that I've always tried to focus on with the the tax shift is it. Unfortunately, taxes are always going to go up. Correct. And the thing I've tried to focus on is trying to focus on what the tax bill is for residents and make sure that that the rate at which it increases for residents is increasing at a steady rate. It, yep. it like it's never going to go down like it or not like taxes are always going up. And so we try to uh, try to adjust the rate that it's going up so that it's going up at a consistent rate and not fluctuating wildly. Yeah. Um based on the the rate of inflation for home, ho- home prices. And, and We have decreased it and shifted more onto residents and off of commercial wants in, in, in yeah. previously, and, I, and it'll probably happen coming up. Um, but it, it's about trying to, to be stable, and if you compare what we've done over the last six years compared to what's happened in Taunton and a lot of these other communities, they've been fluctuating wildly compared to like the, the relative stability that yeah. – Attaboro taxpayers have had. Mm -hmm. And it's because of how we've managed the the tax shift. And so it's I mean, every every no one's ever going to be happy. And and I I feel like if both the the residents and commercial entities are both unhappy, then we're sort of fair. Like, if if, if nobody's happy, then we're kind of... You're there. So Todd's done a
12: great job, and and you bring up the part about um, just how consistent we've been, and and that's a big piece of this. But one one area where I really, really admire Todd is his ability to take a look at the number. He's got the most analytical mind of anyone Mm -hmm. I've ever met, and he has the ability to take the numbers chunk it down, and make it more digestible for people that might not have the full understanding of it, which is probably 99.99% <laughs> of the population because mm-hmm. this is complex. It's cumbersome. There's a lot mm-hmm. of moving pieces that go into this. And, you know, Todd, I've really appreciated that. You did that this uh, past November mm-hmm. as well when we talked about oh, October this
9: year. was early. Mm-hmm. Right. So what, One thing I've always said <clears throat> going to the meetings, it's, it's always like, not, not humorous, but a little bit. Like, I get a good chuckle at trying to trying to watch uh, Counselor it's like break it down to the level of, like, others in the room where it's yeah. like, you know, where you almost, like, have hurdles of, like, all right, how do I get this to, you know, a, <laughs> across the room, like, common sense breakdown where it's like, up in here, it's so complex. All right. And he slows down. He's like, this is how I get it out to everybody. So I've always found, like, a good interest, like, in that. It's impressive
10: well in at that point yeah. i've spent hours and hours and hours working with the numbers too mm-hmm. um so it's it's interesting where a lot of the numbers are second nature to me and i've i've sort of just stared at them for for, for literally 20 hours yeah. and sort of worked through them and and then to try to communicate them it's he yeah, uses necessary. Google's... Yeah, it's yeah, a very tough job. You know, I'm still working on two
0: and two is nine. And, and it's, it's really tough. People, all they know is what they're getting in at the end of the week. Right. And what has to go out yep. the next day.
12: And when we talk about the votes that impact people's lives, not just this day, this, is a, this impacts them for the next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, every, every month for the next 12 months... Someone's impacted this way. But I think, Todd, you're absolutely right. And, and in, in a good uh, negotiation, if both sides walk out happy, then we failed. Yeah. If one yeah. side yeah. walks yeah. out happy and the other one's upset, then we failed. We want both people walking out, uh, both sides walking out of there saying, hey, we got something, we each got something, but we didn't get everything. The, yeah, the, I uh, think uh, that's the, the
0: journal used to have a, a radio critic the, the okay. journal, years ago, the radio critic. John Martin's name was, and I was going to produce a show where I brought him in and had people from radio stations and we were going to do all kinds of a live mm-hmm. Phil Donahue kind of setup. And every one of the stations that I talked to wouldn't do it because he thinks my enemy is a better show. We get treated worse than my energy enemy, and i talked to the enemy yeah. and he'd say, Oh no, that guy. The other people get all this good present. So everybody hated this guy. Yep. Uh, and and I knew he was doing a good job because nobody liked him. Right. He was a critic. Yep. So nobody liked anything he wrote was critical. Yep. So of course I'm not going to like him. But everybody didn't like. Now one person said, "Oh, I love his writing." Yeah. Let's. Have him. <laughs> 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 Speaking right. of critical, uh, and and money and taxes. And, didn't you guys um, vote yourselves a raise?
12: I mean, I just want, I just want you So voted this came yourself. up in the fall. I just want to... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, summer of the fall. It was a raise, right? It was. Yeah. Um, I actually voted... Uh, you, you guys voted for it, right? n- No, yeah. I voted against it. Oh. I voted against the initial raise. Um, we did both. That's because you have more money than fun- God. But, but uh, oh, here we go again. He's last got, well, week, he last gave week, him fifty bucks. It's yeah, like, you know, last he, week you're giving me fifty bucks. Tell me to invest, and I got Rafferty giving me financial advice. What are we doing here? Yeah. But um, no, so I voted against the initial pay raise. I didn't think that it was um, the timing. To me, didn't make sense. Yeah. Not to say that we don't deserve it. Yeah. I mean, seventy eight hundred dollars for the job that we do. And oh, You know, yeah. It, yeah. It, it's it's yeah. low, but yeah. Um, This past week, we voted on funding it. I voted in favor of it because that was the will of the council, and I didn't Mm -hmm. want to um, go back against what the council had already voted on. So the argument was back in, you know, four Mm -hmm. or five months ago. Tuesday was just to vote for it. So at the end of the day, um, you know, I, I think that we need to look at Going forward, how do we plan for these raises? And that should include the school committee. And that was another reason I wasn't on board with it because the school committee wasn't included on it either.
10: Oh, okay. Um, Todd, how about you? I so for the original vote, I was not a, I, I was not around to for the original vote. Uh, so I voted no. Uh, This time around, um, in order to sort of register my no vote, uh, I do feel that this is a thankless job and that the council deserves a raise. My concern is that now isn't the time. Um, Based on sort of where school funding is, um, based on where... (laughs) <laughs> where we are financially within the city and ha- and how we've burned through mm-hmm. sort of record numbers of, of free cash. Um, I, I think we should be a little bit more fiscally conservative. Uh, I do think, I do think the council is deserving of it. I think it should be tied to the mayor so that we shouldn't force the council to go through this okay again and again to, for the funding. But um, it like, Councilor, President D'Elisio said it was the will of the, the council back then. Um, and so I kind of just quietly voted no so that I could be on record voting yeah. no.
0: Here well, I got time. a text here. I was, Todd was described by many long-term math teachers at Attleboro High School as having the most naturally gifted mathematician, being the most gifted mathematician to ever walk the halls of Attleboro High School. How about
10: that? Interesting.
1: Yeah.
12: I didn't know you had Todd's mom's cell phone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> While well,
1: well, she was calling to make sure we were still on for tonight. Yeah.
12: <laughs> that adds up, though. Like watching watching Todd on the council and his um, understanding of numbers, and it definitely 100% adds up.
0: That's amazing. That, that's really something,
10: though. When did you, when did you get into that? When,
0: we always, from a kid, you're into, into numbers stuff.
10: I I, I like uh, math has always been sort of a, a thing that I enjoy. No, because does no, how much does you your job have to do with math? It's I'm a software engineer. Well, I yeah, now I'm a software engineering manager, but yeah, like this. That's a math yeah. thing. I mean, um, it, it's it's funny. Things. I'm I'm now teaching my son to drive, and it's 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 funny. We were we were talking about. Driving and stopping at a stoplight and I was and I was explaining to him. I was like You're not gonna get this now, but when you start taking calculus, you're going to understand this It's all like calculus is all about when you when you're slowing down at a stoplight, right? Like the rate at which you Decelerate in the car in front of you is slowing down and you guys slow down and stop at the same time That's calculus <laughs> And he's like, I don't get it. I was like, you uh, will. I'm, I'm doing just what his son's doing. I'm going <laughs> to yeah, do. I don't yeah. I like, just stop, you will. I get to the right? don't, Jim, please, Dad. Don't please. See,
12: man. when Ryan was getting his permit, <laughs> I told him, I said, buddy, stop signs and red lights—they're not suggestions. That's
0: it. That just was do it. it. That's all. Well,
10: because because like he, he he would he would slow down and and stop abruptly. I'm like, like the car in front of you slowing down, and yeah. you want to slow down so that you both kind of stop at the same time. So that you gradually slow down and you both kind of stop at the same time. And that's well, – People that, do – and it's funny because people do that, especially after they've been driving a while, by eye. They know they can do it. They're not doing a calculation. They're just right. doing mm-hmm. it. But that that slope <coughs> at which you slow down yeah. and, and his slope is, is a faster slope, but they should meet at the same – they should meet at zero at the same time. That's and that's you. calculus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My first anyway,
0: my first computer course. <laughs>
10: I was explaining that to my son. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's like, I don't get it. So, so when you
0: when you pass, they'll say they'll say, give us some something your father may have said to you that helped you. And he'll go, well, when the two cars <laughs> are going to a light, then you pull y over x to get yeah, z, yeah, then right. you know when to stop. It's funny because when we first, I first was introduced to computers. Mm. It was in the sixties. And and it was the one and zero deal where they first originally read in the beginning,
10: and there's been times when I've been like, you can tell your therapist about this later. Yeah, and yeah. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, really, really, really <laughs> we, I, We're we're hiking and it, and it's like it's getting dark and we have to like just push through and, and like when I there's asked there's about no math, I yeah. thought,
0: you know, I mean, I know he's an engineer, but I mean, you wonder,
12: you know? Yeah, I, I don't know where we're going. You know, I hope he's not doing counterclockwise well, well, hiking. We're, we're
0: approaching a light, so we got to slow, <laughs> oh, so slow down. Oh, we got to slow down, yeah, same, yeah, but yeah, not yeah. at the same speed no, as someone
12: in front of us is slowing but, down. But so do you get there at the same time and yep, stop precisely, yeah, exactly.
9: And uh, it's not anyways, a suggestion. <laughs> no, that oh, now you good. see my point with him going down to <clears> the. <throat> I can country. imagine now doing that it, <laughs> on the council. And if you the
0: council, go. Listen, I'm going to miss. Uh, I'm going to miss Rachel Maddow if you don't. Yeah, I know. It's really. You asked. It is really, you know, I I quote you all the time or reference you all the time about city council and how you got suckered into running for it (laughs) thinking it was... Uh, what it's uh, one weekend a month or yeah, one two, that, two oh, that's states, national guard that's two, one weekend a month two, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the same i got, got suckered into that's that right, one too that's right that was the worst one yeah exactly or oh, two yeah. Tuesdays a month or whatever else <laughs> and then you got some, yeah. but well, really, the next thing i know i'm in iraq there's, <laughs> but there's so much so and you and for less money <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but it's so much work to do that you don't realize you're going to have to do uh, it was one of the things the mayor said. She was surprised at how much stuff. Hey, is this this where
10: I could be cleaning my house right now. Yeah, my we, wife is doing that. So it's got to its <laughs> yeah. get out of that. So that was working yeah. out for me. Yeah, because this is a job. I have, <laughs> I have to go. To go. Yeah. I don't want to, but I have I, to go. Dave Kane's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, and and same thing with you, uh, Jay. There's a lot of all the extra stuff. We joke about. Well, you had yes. lunch with with. Hawkins, I mean, well, I mean, or coffee, whatever, and you had it with Pam, and you, you—I mean, yeah. all of the hours that people don't have any idea of being put into these yeah. jobs in order to get this stuff done—it's it, it, really something. And the uh, and, uh, oh god, oh no, get this kid. You know, you mentioned some kid, and he screams by here, ignoring just slamming kid, <laughs> ignoring his. Is calculus.
12: He ignored the calculus straight
9: yeah. out. Yeah, right, yeah. But a testament that you can train people to drive. He got here effectively by himself. So it's a testament. Stop signs and red lights on suggestions.
0: Ryan Delicio is joining us. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Hi, Dave. How are you doing? I told, uh, I told your father that he was invited if you would come. Here I am. And, and he promised me. A, he I gave
12: think? up Tex Barrys to come see you. That's a oh, no.
0: Yep. I can't believe it. No.
7: I had just parked. I saw Dad's text. I'm like, "All right, I'll be right there." Oh, very cool. His cookies.
0: Oh yeah, cookies. <laughs> From, From and P- F- P- 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 but uh, Close. yeah, 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 that's right. I'll yeah. take one on my yeah. way out. Oh, right. yeah.
7: <laughs> How's it going uh-huh.
5: for you? Honestly,
7: really well. Yeah. Happy uh-huh. to be on Christmas break, though. Oh It'd yeah. Be nice cool. to just kind of lay low yeah. for a week. And you know with the Admiral, the kids thing too, right? Youth the Commission. The, yeah. The youth Commission, right? How's that
0: moving for you, All
7: right? Yeah, the youth commission's going well. We're working right now on hopefully a kind of like it's like a Christmas ish. Like more of um like a holiday type of event, but it's looking like we're gonna kind of have to push it out. And it's not gonna be as much of a holiday event anymore, but it's gonna be like a almost like the show Hot Ones where the main event's gonna be you're gonna have hopefully, like, some city councilors, some state what the hell representatives. What are you talking about? What, what is, is it hot, it, here's yeah, one well, hot Ones? Hot no, Ones no. is where you... He's right. He's right. I, mean, I know he's right. I'm trying to help him get his <laughs> thing
12: oh, He's getting it.
0: I play stupid so that he can spleen it to me.
12: Told you it was an act. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, but what is Hot Ones?
7: Hot Ones is a show where you have a bunch of celebrities that come on, and they eat a bunch of hot wings, but they also get... Like these rapid fire, really oh, yeah, difficult I've seen questions that promo. about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. So,
0: so you're going to be doing what with it? It's like that
7: now. So we're hoping to do it as a for fun fundraiser for us, and really also just give people the opportunity to interact with their local officials. Now, it's got, is it going to be Wayne's going to do the same thing? That's our plan oh, right now. Very cool. Just thinking, wow.
9: to hopefully there's a bathroom nearby. You know? yeah. You know? Oh yeah.
7: <laughs> now I can't understand that. Are you hot wings? Hot wings. <laughs> I'm personally not a fan of spicy food myself. However, the <sighs> the youth commission has really pushed for me to do it. So. Um, when yeah, we yeah, reconvene yeah. again at uh, the start of the new year, if they still want me to do it, then. Yeah, my wife we'll be on the is into that.
0: Not, I mean, not crazy, but she likes hot, spicy food. And, but I can't see these people Taught, and you, I like it. You can like barely spicy, put it, it in your like me, mouth. Like can, can we insist Coach Whitefields um, oh, man. participate?
10: Mm, yeah, the, he yes. Might not like yes. So
4: here's lunch. the
12: backstory. Our good friend, Coach Mike Whitefield, um, every year <laughs> um, we we judge the wing fling put on by the Fraternal Order of Police Officers. And you get a lot of people coming in, businesses, organizations, they make the, the wings. And yeah. there's a bunch of us that are judges. Todd and I have done it together several times. Uh, Coach Whitefield made the error. Uh, <laughs> Of, of, judging. His, of judging, of <laughs> judging again, but he rubbed his eyes after one of the sauces. Oh no! We're like, oh, now Todd and I did the right thing as good friends.
10: It takes pictures.
12: Took a lot of selfies <laughs> <laughs> as tears are streaming down this poor guy's face. <laughs> he didn't know where he was. So we did the right thing. We
0: did the right thing. <laughs> and, and, and now you're encouraging your son to be part of this abuse. 100%. Yes. Okay, yeah. 100%. I'll and make
7: sure I always keep always my fingers away from my eyes after there the There you hotline. go.
0: There you go.
12: We're always <laughs> looking for things to do together. <laughs> 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 you
7: can start training them now on spicy
12: Have too. to. Have to. Yeah. already a little late to the game, but it's okay. No, better it, late it, than never. And true. you
7: show
0: yourselves – honestly, to be very good fathers, both of you. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean, you know, you uh, want your kid to, you know, burn his tongue off. Yeah. And, and Todd wants to hang his kid from a cliff. <laughs> These oh. are important <laughs> life
12: lessons, <laughs> yeah. important life lessons, how you deal with adversity.
10: Can, can I comment briefly about how well, Ryan, you speak publicly and enunciate in – Excellent! Wonderful! Wonderful Excellent. job! Like thank you. You do v- really, really well. very good job. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you? A lot, a lot of his demeanor reminds me of Nick. Yeah. The very You've said that before. Ve- uh, yeah. It's quite a yeah. compliment. Not that I need to be reminded, as you know, but I, mean, it, it does I need occur to, to take lessons. Yeah. And, uh, well, done. well I, no, it's really good. It's and it's important. You know, it really is important for for kids to learn how to speak. Yeah. Because they they may be as bright, for instance, as Ryan. But because they're not articulate, mm-hmm. it it doesn't get noticed. Yeah, okay, fine, kid. You know, and it, it, it's really very important.
12: It, it is, and it's something that uh, really comes naturally to the boy. And, you know, part of it's probably because he grew up in, in this whole political world and he's been around speeches and all this his whole life. But, yep. you know, he's just he's always been articulate. He's always been able to uh, express what his concerns are, which, you know, as a parent, that's what you want. It's what you need. And, and I, I understand how lucky we are for that. But uh, yeah, no, thank you for the compliment. It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, we're proud of the kid. We'll,
1: well
0: keep it. Wait, 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 <laughs> I mean, wait. What, what wasn't a compliment. wasn't for you. I was thanking him for complimenting for my kid. I understand this. Ryan. I was thanking was him for. You don't thank for his. Compliment. I do. Mm-hmm. You have nothing proud to Proud Papa. With you. you lucked yeah, out. Absolutely. You lucked gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. I got you. Always. You, you lucked out. I did luck out. Oh my God. Isn't it unbelievable how they decredit?
7: You know, got to. I
12: don't have much <laughs> else going on. So,
0: so when is this thing gonna happen? This we haven't maybe fi- hot thing. Whatever.
7: Yeah. We haven't figured out an exact date yet. That's still in the works. But okay. um, as of now, we're hoping like end of winter, hopefully early spring.
0: And so people, uh, quote celebrities, local people come, and they will they will. What's the entertainment? I mean, watching them cry. The level of the (laughs) questions.
12: So as the wings get hotter, the questions get a little more intense or a little more, um, uh, yeah, we'll say intense for the questions, right? So as you're eating the wings, the only thing you're thinking about is, oh, my God, my mouth is burning and And, tears are rolling down your face. Yeah. 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 So it it really becomes kind of a funny thing. And some of the questions are going to be softballs and just kind of, It's trying to bring the so do they take so
0: do they take
7: a bite and then you ask them a question is that it
12: how how does it work
7: so they'll take a bite of the wing sometimes there are some people on the show who absolutely love to just devour the entire wing which they end up later regretting later on in the show and then they have to then sit there and think about the questions but. Uh, like Dad just said, it's as their mouth is on fire, they can't think of anything else. So while they're trying to <laughs> cope with how much they're in pain from the wing, they're also trying to answer the question.
12: God. And comedy ensues. Yeah. I can imagine. You know? So oh. it'll be fun. And they're working really hard on it and we're looking hopefully mid February, beginning of March. But it's just they wanted to do something different. And they they just thought with all the political divisiveness in the world right now. How cool would it be to get your elected officials and your leaders of the community together in a non-political setting and just watch them be humans and watch them tortured with the heat <laughs> the heat of the wings so it'll be fun i'm really proud of this group uh and and all that they've done
0: boy I, I th- now that's a great um that's a great note to uh kill the show on right? Listen, I want to thank uh, Jay Delisio and, and Ryan and, uh, and of course, uh, Todd Kobus and our newbie uh, counselor, Nick Lavoie, for being here. Uh, thank you all for listening, and thanks to the mayor and uh, Pan Foa and Bill Gavea and Rep Hawkins and uh, uh, Scott Domenici. I think we got them all, right? I think so. Thanks very much. God bless Happy you holidays. All. Happy holidays. Happy yeah, holidays. Holiday holiday everyone. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Dave. All right. Thank, thank you, you. you. We'll talk soon. Mm-hmm. Ta-ta. Well, I don't know about you, but I had a great time today. I really enjoyed visiting with all of the people that came in. It's nice to hear them and talk and get ideas. And to honor the fact that they've all given so much to make uh, this city a a great place to live. And I want to remind you that in the end... The love you take is equal to the love you make. We'll see you next Saturday morning, 9 o'clock, be the good Lord willing, and the creek don't Ride.